Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Anyone want anything else? Oh yeah, give me a, a box of condoms and um what's that stuff? I used to eat it all the time back in the day. Pussy. That's right. You got it. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. (laughs) I glued my fucking eyes shut! (laughs) I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, kids. What's going on? Uh, today's Tuesday, uh, January 31st. January is over already. It's damn near it's 2018, Lee. It, it's practically <laughs> 2018 already. Like, it, it's practically there. Is that true? We're only three years close to 2020, and maybe this nightmarish hellscape we're in right now will be over soon. Oh, Who God. knows? Who's to say? Uh, regardless of all that bullshit, it is episode number 369. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. California! And uh, Kelly Harris. Currently uh, sucking on a cough drop that expired nine years ago. I nice. just saw your tweet, and I was going to ask you about that, because he says it still works, still does the job. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't coughed since I put it in my mouth. I was kind right of, on. I was kind of bummed out. I was packing for the trip, and because I'm an old man and I sweat a lot, I have to pack uh, potassium pills. You know, some of that, some of that special K. And I was looking at the bottle of potassium that we've been using for a while now. Yep, expired in 2012. So I was like, eh, yeah, it's time to go. Why not? <laughs> Usually, I'm Tell not. More? What, what, what do you mean? What do you need the potassium for? Potassium is it's so that you don't cramp up. It's when you're losing a lot of uh, sweat and uh, you know potassium. Oh, okay. okay. You know, it's like I thought a, you, it made you like stop sweating or something. No, like eating a banana. It's a, yeah, it's no, no, no. yeah. You don't, I, I, yeah. I didn't think of the dehydration aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what potassium is. I'm not an asshole. I just didn't know the benefits <laughs> that you were trying to get. Yeah, it was a it was no, a I'm trick. It was a trick I picked up working uh, construction sites with my old man. You know, in the Florida sun. We'd both go through numerous shirts a day because of how much we were sweating, and we'd just be shotgun shotgunning potassium tablets, and it, it helps. I'm so glad I never had to do like real work. <laughs> that fucking sounds exhausting. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Yeah, no fun at all. 
Let me crunch some numbers for you. Let me write you, let me write you some sweet ass reports. <laughs> Just work up some blisters on these fingertips for you. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a friend at work about how, how like you know, like, you know, my dad, you know, seen some shit, and like, and his dad, like you know, his dad, uh, tore both of his biceps, right? Working construction, never got them fixed. So they what? just like healed all fucked up. Oh. So like so he can't like he can't do a crunch, like physically can't do a crunch of any kind, right? But he can carry anything he needs to like T Rex style because he has massive fucking triceps, right? And they're just like <laughs> crazy strong. And you know, and I, I remember, you know, uh when my when I was a kid, you know, my mom driving my brother and I around, you know, looking for, you know, what place in town that night in any given night had like a kids eat free night that night. You know, and she would fucking not eat, eat very little, so my brother and I could eat it, all this shit, you know, and like just the fucking lean times and hard times, or whatever. And then I realized that like the worst thing that's going to happen to me this week is like if I come home and the internet is down and I got to call the cable company, <laughs> that'll <laughs> fucking suck so hard if I have to do that. Man, so you I'm got some, about, like, you know, some pretty that strong softness, that fucking <laughs> horrible softness that is in my life right now. Thank God for jujitsu, but like, like my kid, you know, you're supposed to do better for your kids and your parents. If you, that's the fucking rule, you know. So like, my kids don't know. Like my daughter doesn't know about fucking lean times and shit like that. You know, her her perspective and reality is so much different than mine. You know, and again, for her, the worst thing that could happen is oh shit, my Kindle's got no charge in it. Oh. This is the worst. <laughs> oh, I gotta talk to these assholes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Crazy town, absolutely nuts. But yeah, yeah I worked, uh, you know, a lot of food service shit, which is no goddamn picnic. But at least I was inside. So kudos to you working that construction because I don't want to do it. That sounds like really fucking hard. I don't like it. Yeah, well, I got out that game. Yeah, yeah, good for you. <laughs> I imagine every day. I can't imagine you would take to it quite well. I don't think you would enjoy it no, really I was, either. I'm not I mean, I've I've been around it. I was around yeah. it my whole life, so you know, I didn't yeah. I didn't love it, but I was decent at it. Yeah, see I, my I, my uh experience of my old man and working was just trying to find out ways not to have to do it. So I don't really have a, <laughs> I don't have a good reference for that. Like my old man just would do anything to not have to have a job. So I don't know. So I don't have that, that, that reference point. Good for you. Yeah, I would essentially most of the time I would essentially play tool bitch. To where, you know, we bring the toolbox to wherever we're working, you know, in the building, and then we'd always be missing one tool that we needed back in the truck. So, you know, you know, the sucker that got to go take that walk 900 times perpetually missing one tool. But man, Uh. I, I was just talking about this recently with Mary, my fucking jam, something that I was great at and I enjoyed doing was laying vinyl tile and installing vinyl base <laughs> All right. because All right. with the vinyl tile you get to bust out the fucking blowtorch every once in a while to to Ooh. cut those cut those corners on the on the pieces of tile sometimes it's nice soften it up a little bit right on that's like fucking fun and it's like it, it it's like putting together one of the easiest puzzles <laughs> a giant you can easy puzzle to your will <laughs> yeah that's fucking great. Oh, so what else is in the world? I got on my notes. Let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so last week, 
the family and I went to Rickfest, a Lego yeah! fan event. Yeah, I thought you said Rickfest and thought it was a Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a convention of the Council of Ricks. But no, uh, the, uh, the the Brickfest it was it was interesting in, in as much as it's it was pretty cool. Um, if the tickets were like ten bucks less, I would have no beef, right? Like no beef at all. It, it would been very cool for like you know fifteen bucks at the door, but twenty four bucks a pop. It was pretty steep considering what it was. Um, it travels around the country, so like it may be coming near, near you. I think there's one in Atlanta coming up next month, and they're all over the damn place. And it is a cool thing. Um, they got like, uh, like little just interactive exhibits kind of around. Like you know, there's one area that was just a big table with like a big ass, like you know, clearly pre-constructed, like you know, amazing Lego building on it. You know, made of just all white bricks. And so all the surrounding tables had lots of, like, white architecture bricks. And so you could just build it if like, you want to. Go up and kind of, like, build this little community out from this building. You know, there's, a, like, a, like a fucking giant, like, you know, 15-foot wide circle, you know, like, a just full of green bricks. Build all the green shit you want. You know, and then there's, like, a, like a giant mosaic down on one side. So there's all this cool shit, right? But not a lot of it. Like, there's not a lot of stuff. Like, there's a little bit. And, you know... Of, you know, all the vendors that were there, there was one guy that actually had, like, you know, shit in boxes. Like, like new kits and buy, you buy a whole kit, whatever, you know. And all of them were about 25% more than at retail. And I'm not talking, like, old shit either. I'm talking, like, the Lego Batman movie sets you can get right now. Like, he had oh, those, geez. but 15, 20 bucks more, like, across the board, you know. Because... I was thinking that, like, oh, this is going to be kind of cool. This is be some shit that, you know, you, um, if you want to you know, drop by 800 bucks and get some crazy-ass, like, you know, out-of-circulation, you know, discontinued set, they'll have them here. No. Nah, bitch. None of that. Not having that. So, they had the one guy selling all the kits, and the rest of the vendors, 85% of them, were all selling the same overpriced minifigures from huh. kids. Like, they were everyone's selling minifigures. And they're all nuts, like super expensive, which is crazy because, you know, you guys know, you know, we do a lot of conventions and shit like that. So if you go to see nowadays, if you go to C2B2 or near a Comic Con or whatever, like they have guys selling the minifigures, you know? Yeah, because yeah, well, those, those are the, the, the rarer pieces as far as Lego collections go. Right, right. But the, the minifigures at the cons that, we, that I've been to in the past, they're like, you know, five dollars each you know or like eight bucks each or you know five five for 20 or some shit like that you know and a lot of that i think a lot of that is because they're uh like 3d printed and like you know, you know painted on like that's how you can find like like mahoney got me a daredevil and bullseye for my birthday last year like you know there is no daredevil set but they make these custom minifigures or whatever you know and i was expecting more of that but no <laughs> not in a little bit i was hoping like, i was hoping i could get a a daphne and a velma to go with my Fred Shaggy. Ah, yes. You know. So instead of buying the whole extra set, you could just get the minifigures at this BrickCon. Brick exactly. Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was, I saw one Velma and she was $40. No. Jeez. No. Get the fuck out of here. Now. Jeez, I need Velma to look into was... selling some of my fucking minifigures. <laughs> yeah. Now, Velma was only available in like the $90 haunted house set or whatever. Like the only, she only came in the one like the biggest Scooby set there was, that's how you got Velma. 
I think Daphne was in that one and one other one. So like, you know, they had all just bought the kit and were just selling the figures out of the out of the the, the sets, which and that's cool, I guess. But just, it just wasn't what I expected. And you know, just to see just you know, tw- you know, twenty people doing that, it was kind of like it was just it was it was cool, but kind of underwhelming for what we paid to get in the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but you know, hey, if you're down with paying for minifigures and want to go, it, it was a fun thing to do with the kids for sure. Like you know, got little kids or whatever. Had a fucking blast. Got these areas. They had a whole bunch of, uh, uh, like, uh, like a little Duplo area corned off for the little kids to build shit. Like it, it was pretty. It was a great thing for kids for sure. But you know, underwhelmed by that experience, we left and made the thirty-minute drive north to Nashville and bought the fucking Disney Castle set at the Lego store. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fucking uh, Nintendo Entertainment System thing you got? That was cool. That was the one. That was the one place that I really, really enjoyed. They had uh, this. This. Uh, these guys sold a whole bunch of custom kits. That was the one cool place. So I bought. Um, we didn't see it on the Facebooks or the Twitters or whatever. Uh, little kit, like fifteen bucks. You know, it came with uh, bricks to build uh, an old school TV with rabbit ears on it, uh, and two screens. One with Duck Hunt. One with Mario Brothers. Yes. Came with <laughs> that's cool. Uh, two controllers, the zapper. And the NES console, and it's all Lego compatible, and that was fucking cool. And they had a couple other things too, like they had a uh, a whole bunch of like little single tiles that are like uh, uh, Game Boy Advances or DSs or uh, uh, flat tiles that were like campaign posters, like done up with Legos on them. It's like you know we can do it, you know, but Lego faces. They had some uh, like uh, those guys had like a Jesus Christ minifigure that they had put up there, and some. Uh, serial killer minifigures like Freddy and Jason, shit like that, like custom figures. Again, nice. I'm down with that. That's cool, you know. Uh, uh, what else they had? They had uh, like uh, vending machines, like uh, like uh, like like soda machines you can put in your cityscapes or whatever. So they had some really cool shit. Now, if it was more of that kind of stuff, I'd be down. But it was just like the one, the one booth, uh, the one booth. Not that not, worth that 25, really cool. not worth twenty five. Not worth twenty five bucks a person just to see that one booth. Exactly, especially not like you know when. I, of course, found them online immediately. <laughs> so explain uh, to me, were like the pieces, did the pieces say Lego on them or were they like 3D printed or what? They are, they are the, they don't say, maybe they do say Lego on them. The, the case specifically said, the packaging says they are, you know, new, official, legit Lego bricks. That ah. They just printed the stuff onto, which yes. is pretty cool. Put the stickers on. I'll drop this uh, link in the chat real quick and take a look at it. It's, it's pretty dope. Uh, yeah, it, it was super cool, super fun. Oh, and I forgot it has the, the cartridges too. So like a Duck Hunt and a Mario Brothers cartridge as well, which is super fucking cool. <laughs> like, and they're printed on there. Like, it's super rad. Like, they have a lot of the cool stuff that I, I really enjoyed that stuff. Now that's the, I, I even love the fucking zapper, so you can yeah. play Duck Hunt. That yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> they got an orange one you could get. Yeah, I think I had the, <laughs> yeah, they had the like, dark uh, like gray. Pringles cans and, and like all kinds of fun shit like that. That's so that, great. That, those guys are cool. Uh, you can check out that stuff at uh, eclipsebricks.com. Uh, so they have like little uh, monster energy cans and shit like that too. So that's just pretty cool. And like you know the little you know little single tile things they make they're like a dollar, you know, two bucks, you know. So they have like a little Skittles box or whatever. It's a dollar fifty. So it's it's real. It's reasonably you know priced. You, know, you can get a. Little sack of cool stuff for like 10, 15 bucks, and you know, 
you know, accentuate your fucking little world. So uh, that was that part was really really cool. I enjoyed that quite a lot. Ooh, they got a fifteen dollar beast that looks pretty good. I I can't believe they haven't made a Lego beast yet. I thought they did. Like actually, like X Men Beast, yeah. or Beauty and the Beast, beast? Uh, X Men Beast. Okay, let me. Uh... I was pretty sure he was in that same that maybe that Sentinel set. I thought maybe I don't know. I could well, be wrong. Maybe it's an official one that they're just re reselling. Maybe. Yeah, they had that one there too. They had some. Uh, they had, like, oh, I found the vending machines. Those are cool. Brickster Energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brickacola. That's yeah, really that's creative shit. I see the Pringles now. Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's, that was easily the coolest stuff. That they had there for sure. It was, it was pretty rad. So then you went to Nashville and you bought the Disney Cinderella's Castle. You said, "Yeah, yeah." Oh yeah. boy, yeah, motherfucker's huge. It's one of those things where it's like you know, once it's once it's gone, it's gonna be gone. You know, yes, and it's gonna be outrageously expensive when it's gone. Yep, and. Realistically, it might be around for another year or two, but I don't know that to be sure, you know. <laughs> and, and my lady doesn't want for much, but she really fucking wanted that. I'm like, we're gonna get that because she doesn't want anything. She's fucking weird like that. She doesn't want anything ever. I don't know what the fuck her problem is. <laughs> so, so when she, she wants a thing, I make it a point to try to get her the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's got you, and you gave her two children. What more could she want? <laughs> yeah, besides I want Cinderella's <laughs> castle. <laughs> Yeah, besides Cinderella's Castle. You know, just little things like that. But uh it's gonna be cool, it's gonna be fine, it's gonna be good stuff. Uh, we have but we 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 bought a uh one of the big buildings already for Christmas. Uh for so we have like the detective agency in the we haven't built it yet, and now we have this fucking giant castle too, so and you know pretty sure when I get my tax refund, I'm probably gonna buy the firehouse. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah. Treat <laughs> see uh other than that there's not a whole lot going on um we attempted to begin potty training with jacks last week uh turns out he's not ready for that it's funny because uh, didn't i just ask you about that a couple weeks ago if he yeah, was still yeah, shitting yeah. his pants and, <laughs> and he's, he's at the point i think i mean even said last time we uh, had the show that he like, he'll be like he'll walk up to you and be like hey i pooped and lay down on the floor like take care of this. Excuse, you know? excuse like, me, Papa. Can you change my panties for me? Straight the fuck up. He walk in. He go. I pooped. He go. Yeah. <laughs> and he just lays down. Like, what are we doing? Let, let's go. Like, I mean, did you not hear me when I said I pooped? Get I, this I, I out, out of me, go, man. <laughs> Father, wipe my bottom. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, we we had some pull ups. So then I like I'm all about. Hey, let's start with. Let's do pull-ups. You know what I'm saying? Like the, little, the, the training pants. Like, yeah, they're like diapers, yeah. but you know they wear like underwear. You know? I'm a big kid now. Exactly. Exactly. But Nicole and uh, Laura, our babysitter, and she's got like you know a fucking degree in childhood development, and she's super great. You know, they're all they both of them are like, no, fuck that. You know, that's just a diaper. It's just a diaper. So what you got to do is got to put him in underwear. And, you know, he has, like, pissy underwear. He's like, oh, this sucks. I don't like wearing pissy underwear. This doesn't feel good. I'm going to stop pissing in my pants, right? You know, I don't want to shit myself if I'm wearing underwear. This is gross. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like going to be washing a lot of pissy and shitty underwear doing that. And that sounds like no fun. Like, I don't want to – like, diapers are bad enough. 
I got to fucking do with him like blowing his ass out in some fucking tidy whities Like that don't that sounds horrible, but Dad, I shit on Spider Man's face. Fuck, I guess whatever, fine. So Friday night, Nicole and Zoe are out. They went to see some movie about a dog that reincarnates. I guess. What movie is this? I think it's called uh, A Dog's Purpose. That's the one. Yeah. Wait, is that the one that they they kept throwing the dog in the water? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's about it's based on a book that's about a dog like who dies and reincarnates as another dog like over and over again. It's fucking that's weird. It's fucking weird. It's such a weird idea for a bo- for a book and movie. So your it's wife just... and daughter saw Milo and Otis too. But Milo and Otis, if they would die, they had the fucking decency to stay dead. <laughs> <laughs> like Otis didn't come back. <laughs> Well, no, I no, am... all the dogs that died during the making of that movie. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. I am really <laughs> surprised that Kelly knows Milo and Otis. That, that's, a, that's a deep Otis. cut, man. That's a pretty deep cut. <laughs> but, I had a VHS uh, of that when I was a kid. Fucking narrated oh, by gone. Dudley Moore. Oh, that's right. That was Dudley Moore. Yeah. Shit, yeah. And Jax and I are upstairs in the, in the, the office playing with toys and shit like that. And he just starts ripping farts. Just <laughs> and so I'm like, oh shit, we got a pot. He's like, run his ass downstairs, you know, drop his pants, <laughs> throw him in the toilet, the toilet just, just, you know, just heart's pounding, you know, because like, we're at fucking go time. And he just sits there and sits there and sits there and nothing happens. I'm like, you good? And he's like, yeah, I good. I go, okay. So pick him up, pull his pants up, we're fine. Later on, we're chilling, we're watching Go on, Jer. I start smelling. I go, oh shit. Duty. I lean over. <laughs> check. There's nothing in there. Nothing in there. We're just we're just SBD, silent but deadly farts. I'm like, okay, this is it. We're gonna, like, hey man, you gotta go, you gotta go poop. And he goes, I poop on the potty. I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna do this. And he gets up, trots ass in there, pulls his pants down, shits in the potty. And I'm like, this is fucking lit, son. This is it. Like, <laughs> this is this. Fuck a potty, Jer. We got this shit down. Done. You know, which the other side of that is I then had to, like, you know, scoop warm shit out of a plastic cup and put it in the toilet. But, you know, that's the cost of doing business. But I'm, like, making a huge deal. I'm like, man, fuck, yeah, good boy. All that shit. Making a huge deal out of it. Like, fucking dump for joy. This is it. Like, you know, the, the, this was the easiest shit in the world. <laughs> Mass cut to the next day. He pisses through three pairs of underwear before noon. I'm like, what the, what the fuck? What? We had a deal, son. Like we, we danced. I told, I made a big deal. You were just toying with my fucking emotions. And then the next, and then he's just shitting through underwear and everything. Like so, the theory of, oh, he won't like sitting in pissy underwear went out the fucking window. (laughs) Like, it's not like he did it and was like remorseful and ew, none of that. Like you know, I didn't find out until I'm like, hey. We haven't tried the potty because, yeah, you got to, you know, we're throwing them on the fucking potty every 10 minutes, too. You know, got to make sure, you know, right. we're, we're trying to set up routine like, here. Like training a puppy, taking them out yeah. every every five exactly. minutes. Exactly. So it's not until I'm like, oh, hey, it's been a little while. Let me check. God damn it. <laughs> it's not, he's making, like, no reaction. None at all. So I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be, you know, I want to be a team player here, but this fucking sucks. And he doesn't care enough to do this so let's not push the issue right now because you know what <laughs> if we're gonna have to deal with it i'd rather just throw it away than have to fucking handle it so let's just let's just let's, let's try again in a month you know let's, let's try that and uh, 
reason prevailed that time. And actually, I won one, you guys. I won one. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> because you know what? Turns out, no one likes handling shitty underwear. Nope. So, you know what? We, we Everyone's a winner today. Fucking horrible. But <laughs> Nicole's like, you know what? I'm not surprised. Like, don't you... She said, don't you remember how rough it was pie training Zoe? And I'm like, no. No, we don't. I blocked all that horrible shit out. <laughs> Why would I want to remember that? I'll bet it was no fucking fun. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, last thing we'll talk about briefly is I uh, got word back from iTunes finally after a couple days uh, that the show was successfully listed. And so you can hear uh, Kelly, me, and John Michael officially on hashtag like Japan shit on iTunes as of right now. So go download hey. that. Subscribe to that. Yay. Listen to us talk about the Great Space War. Ooh, the Great <laughs> Space War indeed. Lee, did you go back and see the Flash? Shit, no, I forgot. No, I'll, I'll have to do that though. <laughs> see, nice. Well, at, at one point while we were recording and watching the match, Lee left the room to go take a piss and while he was gone the flash came into the match beat everyone up and then left <laughs> did they it's like a freeze really weird thing man like, like it's a weird fucking thing did they like do like a mannequin challenge like he he ran around super fast and they were all frozen in time no that would have been cool no, was, no that, he he uh, it was dick togo so he was just hitting dudes with pedigrees and no things. not dick togo of kyantai fame Exactly that Dick Togo <laughs> kind of He is finally he's back wrestling again after retiring and going to teach in South America. Man, I was so stoked to see fucking Funaki at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and uh, you know what's even weirder? Right now, I'm watching a Kayantai Dojo show. Nice. Which is main evented with uh by Taka in the main well, event. Of course. Again, with tagging with a guy against Onita. In an exploding bat match. Oh, man. Lee, you remember is... Kai and Tai, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Choppy, choppy, yo, pee-pee. Choppy, <laughs> choppy, yo, pee-pee. <laughs> oh. Now, Lee, were Never you going forget. to ask what an exploding bat match is? Yeah, well, how does one make a bat explode? All right, so there is a baseball bat that I'm pretty sure is ra- might be wrapped in barbed wire. I'm not sure. It's wrapped in something. Okay. But it is so tethered with a cord to the ring post. And there is a button on the ring post. You press the button, sirens start going, and when you hit someone with that baseball bat, it explodes. <laughs> what the fuck? Just pyro comes shooting out everywhere. I need to fire my agent if he books me for a fucking exploding bat match. <laughs> like, I'll get I'll get you a link in a second. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, what's going on, guys? Oh shit! Well, you know, I wasn't. Here last week because we were in California, and yeah, uh, we're recording the show last week. And as we're wrapping up, Kelly goes, "So do we? Uh, do we know where uh, Nice and Jose are this week? I know, I know, they're in California. I do know this time." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm proud of myself. Uh, glad you guys got to uh, have some fun with some Japan shit. Uh, I look forward to listening to it. Uh, before we left for California, though, we had a. A weekend of culture. Uh, for Christmas, I bought my dad four tickets to a local uh, hockey game, minor league uh, hockey team that plays at the uh, main arena over here. They're the Orlando Solar Bears. 
So me and my dad and my mom and Mary, we went to see some uh, shitty hockey, and it was a fun time. We enjoyed <laughs> Orlando ourselves. Solar Bears? The Orlando Solar Bears, correct. All right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, got to see a fucking awesome fight that basically oh, yeah? cleared, cleared the benches. One dude knocked the other dude's helmet off with a punch. And uh, saw an old man get hit in the head with a puck as the puck oh. flew into the stands. Did you go to a mutant league hockey game? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> it, it was a fucking legit game at a legit arena. But it was one of those where you know he was sitting like catty corner to where the the goal is, where they had the nets up to protect you from the pucks. And somebody just lifted a puck a little too high, and it. Flipped up over the boards and it uh, it's basically spiraled and knocked this old man right in the head. He he seemed all right though. He he was laughing and joking. Unlike the guy that I saw when I was probably nine years old at a Blackhawks game, get hit right in the fucking nose with a puck and just come out just <laughs> bleeding, just like a stuck pig. Oh no! And I was like, that's pretty cool. And I went back to my red rope licorice. <laughs> that was my favorite thing about Blackhawks games when I was a kid was the red rope licorice. That shit was that shit was bomb. Like uh, it was the really long one. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it tastes different than Twizzlers. It's a it's a different it, oh, experience. It totally does. And I think I would only ever get it at Blackhawks games. Yeah, at the old. And I don't think like that kind of licorice. I don't prefer it to Twizzlers, but they're two separate experiences. Yes, hundred percent softer. Uh, a little bit more chewy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so that was a fun time. Good, good time. We should do it again sometime soon. And then the next night, we had tickets to go see Wicked. Uh, me, Mary, my mom, Jose, and Cher went and saw Wicked. Uh, that is a weekend of culture. Yeah, man. seriously. And it was fucking cool, man. Like, uh, I, I know I, I come off as. A uh, big macho man over here, a hundred percent of the time. But oh, boy, yeah, every day, for sure. Boy, do I love me some Wizard of Oz and have <laughs> all my life. And I love when people tr- uh, do cool spins on the Wizard of Oz story. And obviously, that's what Wicked's all about. So I dug it. I went in. I went in pretty clean to Wicked, not really knowing anything besides. It's the story about the Wicked Witch and the Good Witch. Uh, it's about Wizard of Oz, and there's that one song that Mary sang at your surprise birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And it stars uh, Adele Dazeem. <laughs> no, but she, obviously she wasn't uh, still performing at the one we saw. But it was really good. The sets were amazing. Uh, uh, Mary had seen it. Uh, before and said that it was almost to the T a perfect adaptation of the original Broadway show. Uh, uh-huh. Really cool costuming, you know, great music, um, really great time. I haven't, I haven't seen a stage show since I think Nicole and I went to see Rent way back in the wow. day, and when Rent was hot again. Everyone has AIDS. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking. Uh, I, my mom was talking about how we used to see shows when I was little and we saw cats. She was like, you remember when we went and saw cats? And I was like, fuck yeah, I did. That was terrifying when they came into the crowd. That was awful. Oh yeah, that shit's scary. 
And we saw Peter Pan with Kathy Rigby McCoy. That was cool. But yeah, uh, Wicked was fun. I would strongly suggest to anyone that's into uh, Wizard of Oz or cool musicals or sweet-ass stages to to check that shit out. Uh, So then uh, we headed out to California on Tuesday. Can Can I stop you for a second? Yes, yeah, please. What's the what's the woman's name that's in Wicked? I, all I can think of is Ibiza Denzel, and it's I know a, that's not right. It's Adele Dazeem. That's very close, actually. <laughs> that's why I said Adele Dazeem. It's actually Adina Menzel. Okay, that's it. All yeah. right. Because <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I fucking know it's not Ibiza Denzel. That's not a person's <laughs> name. It's pronounced Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> all right, continue. Uh, so we left for California on Tuesday. Uh, got in, uh, and uh, fucking coming in from LAX, I wasn't expecting to be like marking out as much as I was, but the drive from LAX into our hotel in downtown, like you see a lot of shit. Like immediately we saw like a Square Enix building, and uh, we fucking start coming down the highway, and no shit, there's the Hollywood sign right there. Like off in the distance, it's not close. But there's the goddamn Hollywood sign. Saw an exit for Inglewood, and I had to stop myself from saying it out loud. But in my head, I'm like, Inglewood, always up to no good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, I was sitting in the front with the cab driver, and I I didn't want to be tourist guy just marking out after (laughs) over everything. But I was like, man, we're in fucking we're in fucking California, bros. So that was cool. Uh, That night, we were planning on. Hitting up the the touristy spots. We wanted to go get a picture in front of the Hollywood sign. Uh, the best way we found to do that is they had this like city walk area called Hollywood and Highland that has an observation deck that has a perfect view of the Hollywood sign, and it's right next to the Chinese Theater and the Walk of Fame, and two blocks away from an In and Out. So that w- that was going to be our our night. Uh, we got started a little late because we had a, a conference call. And uh, took the metro out there, which is their subway system. Uh, crowded, really crowded immediately. And Mary's sitting down. I'm standing next to her. This uh, bag lady gets on the train. Huge, big black bag lady with two t-shirts sewn together for some reason. And I thought she asked Mary for her seat. But according to Mary... She demanded Mary's seat, and Mary was like, I'm not fucking with this chick. Go right ahead. So this chick sits down, and I was standing next to Mary's seat. So I have a bird's-eye view of everything that this bag lady is doing. (laughs) She pulls out a a half-eaten bag of salt and vinegar chips and kills it, destroys it, throws the trash underneath her chair. Then starts digging through the bags, digging through the bags, finds a can of Chef Boyardee and a can of Progresso soup. Oh, no. And is, is looking at both of them. Re- <laughs> realizes the Progresso soup has a pull tab, so she puts the Chef Boyardee back, opens the Progresso soup, and starts to drink it like a Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, at least it was a Diet Coke. <laughs> You know, it was it was like a like a stew with penne pasta in it, and she she downed the whole thing like a champ. Threw the can underneath the seat, 
So there's a can, an empty can of Progresso soup rolling around a metro train in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Goes back <laughs> into the bags, pulls out a package of break and bake s'mores cookies, <laughs> which are raw. Opens the package, and they, they did not look like they had been refrigerated in a while. Oh, no. Opens the package. Oh. Opens the package and just starts breaking pieces off, popping them in her mouth <laughs> like they were Skittles. Like it was nothing. <laughs> goes through goes through the entire package. And then there's the little package of chocolate icing that you put on top of the the, the s'mores. Oh. And she she looked. I was like, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, oh, you need to eat that icing. You need to eat that icing. <laughs> she goes for the icing. She looks at it for a second. She's like. Nah, nah, I'm going to save this for later. <laughs> so she had a nice three-course meal, appetizer, main course, and dessert. And I'm like, okay, well, what's she going to eat next? What's she going to eat next? <laughs> well, she was apparently done eating because it was a nice three-course meal. She uh, took herself out to dinner, treated herself real nice. So it was time for her to put out. And she slowly starts inching her hand up her thigh and into her fucking crotch. As we're Whoa. as we're about to disembark the train. Oh no. So she oh, she get, she got dinner and then she put out. <clears throat> and that was our first night. That was our first night in LA. But, oh cool. my god. Uh, so we, at least she didn't say she was gonna knock you out. You're exactly and and <laughs> I commend Mary uh, after uh, like at the moment I was pissed. Because I I feel like I would have wanted to say something, but Mary made the right decision. Do not engage. Do not try and battle a crazy homeless person, because it's all just going to go wrong. You don't know <laughs> yeah, what they have. You know, they're going to beat like, you up, I'm beat you up, and then jerk themselves off. And <laughs> I was thinking more like bodily fluids, not necessarily like violence. <laughs> yeah, like you know. Typically speaking, like my fight or flight reflex is almost always gonna be fight. <laughs> that's just that's just kind of how I roll. But I do tend to draw the line at crazy homeless people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like obviously, she has more problems than we do, and she needed to sit in order to eat that delicious meal, and you know, get romantic. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. But uh, so that was fun. Uh, we got off just in time. It spits us out right in front of Hollywood and Highland, and we went up there. We went up to the observation deck. I'm so excited! Like the one thing I wanted to do when, while we were there was get a picture with the Hollywood sign. I know it's cliche, but it's fucking, it's it's uh you know something that I've wanted my whole life. You know, being in in film and video, like that's the fucking dream right there. Is is Hollywood. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I wanted a picture with my wife in front of the Hollywood sign. I wanted a picture with my, my business partner in front of the Hollywood sign. We get up there. It was a little bit later because uh, the conference call ran long. We took a little nap. So it was dark by the time we got up there. Get up to the observation deck. Apparently, they don't turn the lights on on the Hollywood sign. What? Yeah, apparently that's just something you see in movies. <laughs> So it's just fucking Get the dark. Fuck out of here. You can see the Hollywood sign, but it's not lit up. So we saw it. But it was dark. We didn't we weren't able to take any pictures. It was a little bit of a bummer. We kept kind, of, kind of a bummer. We kept kind of running into situations like that to where 
you know, we would be bummed out that something was closed or not turned on or whatever. But it was still like, it was still cool. We still had a good time. So we went, uh, we checked out the Chinese theater and, you know, where they put their, their handprints and footprints in the cement and the, the Walk of Fame. And Jose got to see Bruce Lee's star. That's cool. We went to this pretty sweet gift shop over there. Like, you don't expect a, a gift shop to be anything more than, you know, T-shirts and keychains and bottle openers and shit like this. Shit like this. But uh, this place was maybe <laughs> the size of, like, three blockbuster videos. And they, okay. they had wow. everything that, like, a a comic book shop would have as far as toys and uh you know mugs and and uh collectible shit like that because it's it's hollywood why wouldn't they have you know big bang theory action figures sure and stuff like that so it was cool to walk around that place for a while uh took a a couple block walk over to in and out because you know this is our first time in la and everybody talks about in and out burger and why not I, I had my expectations very low because i i didn't want to be disappointed and it was a good burger yeah. it was a tasty burger as it was, yeah but it wasn't like i went to, to san diego a couple years ago for work and right same thing i'm like let's go to in and out burger and i'm like eh, i mean it's a good burger yeah but not, like not I, life I changing. Given the choice between that and like a like a Five Guys burger, I would take a Five Guys burger. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. In fact, I ranked uh, In and Out third behind Five Guys and Shake Shack. Never had a okay. Shake Shack. Never had a Shake Shack. Shake Shack is good. Shake no. Shack is good stuff. Uh, we actually stopped at a place called Smash Burger out there, and Smash Burger is probably number two behind Five Guys. Yeah, and, it's pretty goddamn good. Oh we have one God. of those in, uh, around here, too. Oh, uh, I didn't realize that they were a national chain, because we apparently have some out here in Florida, so yeah, it's good we're going to check those out. <clears throat> fries, the fries were kind of weak at both Smashburger and In-N-Out, so not top marks. And, and that's why nobody can come close to Five Guys, because Five Guys got the burger, and Five Guys got the fries. Yeah. On, yeah. on lock. On fucking lockdown. And then uh, the next day... We went to Disneyland, the four of us. Uh, we brought the ladies with us, Mary and Stop Cher. Some of Mary's pictures looks like fucking fun. Yeah, uh, you know we we go on so many of these trips, and we leave our uh, supportive women at home. So it was time to bring them out and and let them enjoy like a little vacation, little mini vacation, and see 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 the world. So uh, Cher was able to hook us up with some. Park Hopper tickets to Disney, and nice. we headed out to Disneyland, you know, being lifelong Disney World people, or at least myself, I've, I've been going for, you know, 25 years now to Disney World, I, I was very interested in, in checking it out. The first thing I noticed was I was taken aback by how small the castle was. I it, I was it was jarring, <laughs> like holy shit! The castle is small compared to uh, Magic Kingdom, but you know, even Magic Kingdom, it's it's forced perspective type stuff, but very small. And noticed a huh. lot of things that you know Disneyland was the prototype, and they improved a lot upon the Disneyland design at magic kingdom so you know like they didn't 
plan for that place to be, you know, a huge monolith of an amusement park. So, you know, the all of the lines to get on the rides are all outside. And as soon as you step in the building for the ride, you're on the ride, essentially. You know, there was huh. no, like, inside queues or anything like that. Right. Uh, but we got to go on Hyperspace Mountain, which is Space Mountain with a, a basically a Star Wars skin on it, which was cool. fucking cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds awesome. So you're riding through Space Mountain, you're hearing Star Wars music, and you see TIE Fighters and shit, and uh, Road Star Tours. Didn't get to see any of the new destinations it was all prequels that we saw so that was kind of lame but it was still star tours so it's fucking great right uh the finding nemo thing which took over Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea uh yeah, a bunch of oh shit i fucking totally missed the best story of the disneyland day <clears throat> so because we were in la and uh parking is super expensive 35 dollars a day at the hotel Jesus uh, and wow. traffic traffic can be a little crazy. Uh, we were thinking about renting a car, but then we decided to either use the metro or take cabs or Ubers. And this was really our first time using the Uber service. Uh, after In and Out the first night, we didn't want to ride the metro so late and see another uh, hobo diddling <laughs> themselves. So we called an Uber, and the guy was fucking great. Like, he was pointing shit out to us, like the Capitol Records building and the the Hollywood Tower Hotel and the Roosevelt and shit like that. And he was pretty knowledgeable and nice and cool, and the cost was pretty low. And because uh, Jeff has guilted me, you know, I I tipped our Uber driver, you know, after the ride, because you can't tip in the app. That's how they keep their oh, prices really? low. So yeah. So I was keeping cash with me to be able to tip the Uber driver. So this guy, our first Uber experience was phenomenal. And the guy the guy had it uh had had a great scam going. Well it wasn't really a scam, but he had a real job and what he would do is he would pick up Uber rides on his way home. So he would just pick specific rides that were requested that would head him in the correct direction to get home. It's like that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah I know why a not? Guys that do that. <laughs> so, uh, heading to Disney, we call Uber again, and we see our driver is going to be uh, a woman named Destiny, which is funny because that's Jose's niece's name. And we get in the car, and she's got green hair and a shitload of makeup and a bunch of shit all on her dashboard, like Funko Pops and shit hanging from her rear view. So we we felt comfortable. We felt like we were in a safe space. <clears throat> and we start on the ride, and, you know, we're fun people, so uh, she immediately took to us, and I think got a little too comfortable a little too quick. <laughs> <laughs> and this 40-minute drive to Disneyland became uh, essentially a, a therapy session for her. Uh, oh. she, she, uh, she Apparently, she drives both Uber and Lyft, oh. and she just fucking, she, she'll turn both apps on, and wait to see which one gets a ride first and then like quickly sign out of the other app. <laughs> All right, why not? But Fuck she it. was driving Lyft exclusively for a while there because she was getting sexually harassed with Uber, but nice. she doesn't make as much money with Lyft, so she <clears throat> just recently came back to Uber. She was telling us the story about some foreigner 
Some foreigner got in her car and was... You have a lot of details about this lady. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> just I'm sorry in advance because this is going to be a little bit of a long story. This might go into 11 No, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. It's great. I'm ready to go. I've, this told, I've told this story about nine times now, and, and I get better <laughs> at it every time. <laughs> You're so, workshopping the bit. <laughs> so she's, she's telling us about this, the, the last guy that she drove Uber for that was harassing her, and he was just saying that just... Oh, and she starts cursing, like, immediately right off the bat. Just casual cursing. She picked up a bunch of people that are heading to Disneyland, and she's just casually cursing right off the bat. But that's cool. We're, we're <laughs> down with it. But she set the tone. And she's telling us about this guy who was just I, saying... I, like, what's... I mean, look, yeah, it sucks that she got sexually harassed or whatever, but I don't understand how... Like, what makes that an Uber v. Lyft distinction? Apparently, ooh, the clientele with Uber are a lot worse than Lyft. Really? I think, okay. I I think what huh. she was implying was Lyft is a lot uh, a lot more chill. All right. And you encounter a lot more fuckheads with Uber. Interesting. She said that this guy was first of all. She said he was a foreigner. So I'm thinking like uh, maybe like Indian, Pakistani, some someone who coming from like a country that doesn't really respect women or whatever. You know, sure. not, not to uh, cast a bad light on anyone from India or Pakistan, but she says foreign, that's what I think. She's like, yeah, he's some kind of foreigner. I don't know what he was. Mexican, Puerto Rican, <laughs> with a Jose in the back. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. She said he was just saying just some of the most awful, horrible things. Like, she couldn't even repeat it. It would make her go bl- uh, make her blush, and I think all of us in our heads were going... Come on, fucking tell us. <laughs> Try us. We can, we can take it. We can take it. We're big boys and girls. And she said, because... Oh, and, and he kept putting her hand on his dick. And, uh, you know... Oh, fuck that. She didn't want to, like, call the cops or anything because, you know, he'd probably be gone by the time they got there and they wouldn't do anything. And she wasn't going to try and restrain him and keep him there or whatever. So she just decided to stop using Uber. And then... It gets interesting. That fucking sucks. All right, she go ahead. she tells us. So, and then this was the one time she kind of paused and thought, "Should I tell these people this or not?" <laughs> she says, "So I told this story to my BDSM dom who lives in Chicago." Oh, nice. <laughs> and he was he he went insane and bought me. This stun gun, and she pulls out this pink stun gun, and fucking turns it on. And I'm I'm riding shotgun. No. She tur- <laughs> she turns on this stun gun, goes, bzz, 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 and for the rest of the forty minute ride, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. <laughs> oh my gosh! That I didn't incredible. think she was gonna use it on me, she, but she was a little unhinged. I don't know. And and who knows what uh, was considered harassment in her mind. So I, I was trying to be on my best behavior. I was about to say, your absolute <laughs> best behavior. So it's an interesting trip. And no, we're getting over towards the Disney area. And she's like, oh, man. Uh, uh, she, she thinks that we put in the wrong address. So we're kind of circling the property. And we end up in line for the parking garage and we're stuck we can't get out we're in line for this long ass parking garage 
wait, and it was like a twenty minute wait. Oh jeez! And in that time, uh, sh- we learned that both of her parents committed suicide seven years ago, and <laughs> she's currently oh God. she's currently looking to sue her ex husband for rape and sexual assault. What? So oh had, my God! Had we gotten out where we were supposed to get out? Where she thought we had put the wrong address in. It would have ended... It was still a, a fucking bizarre-ass Uber ride. But it would have ended on a funny ha-ha note. We, we wouldn't have all felt weird about it. But the, that extra <laughs> 20 minutes in the dark parking garage... While she talked, <laughs> while she talked about uh, doing a seance to contact her uh, parents who committed suicide. That's, that was 20 minutes too much. Riding with Destiny. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Disneyland was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then we had a, a car show to shoot, which uh, that was pretty uneventful. It was, uh, it, none of it is as fun a story as Destiny the Uber driver. Nope. No, how could it possibly be? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nothing can top that. No, not even a little bit close. That's fucking amazing. So, uh, uh, and the moral of the story, uh, five stars, $5 tip. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a takeaway to this, it's definitely that. I wish I could have gotten like her Tumblr address or something oh, like that. I bet that's, that's something. Just something, that's experience. just something to fucking keep tabs on her. <laughs> yeah. Made a connection. Yeah. She could have been bullshitting a lot of her stories, but also I think a lot of her stories were were probably pretty true. She seemed like the type of person that would uh, would would be experiencing all those stories. Some self inflicted, some not. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, no, I get that. <laughs> and then I felt bad for the whole delete Uber thing because they were, uh, you know crossing the picket line at JFK during the whole Muslim ban, but, like, I just started using Uber, and it, it's kind of fucking awesome. Like, yeah, you know, gotta make a fucking living. Got, got the hang of it now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Fucking A. That's I'm glad you made it home safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was uh, touch and go there for a while. Because so, we flew back yesterday, and Sunday was when they were having the protests yeah. at LAX. Yeah, you were, you were not far from my mind. And then uh, Delta's computers went down. So we're, we're lucky to be back when we, when we got back. Jesus Christ. That's for sure. Fucking nuts. What's going on with you, Kelly? What's beat, happening? Beat that, Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what you got? See yeah. you raise, motherfucker. I watched the Royal Rumble. Uh, <laughs> how can I beat Des? How can I beat Des? I watched the Royal Rumble last night as well. What do you think of it? Weird, man. Mary, yeah. Mary, if you're listening, turn it off right now so you don't get spoiled. I'll, I'll even close my office door. Um, really weird, but like. Not infuriating like the past three years. No, no that's <laughs> the main, like that's the good thing about it is I didn't come away upset. We and last year I wasn't upset because Triple H won. That was like cool. I was upset initially, but then I was like, ah, that's fine, fine, yeah. that's fine. I was, I think I was just conditioned to wanting to rage against the Royal Rumble 
every year. <laughs> like, I have you been watching the videos that people have made of them reacting yes! to Roman coming out yes! at number 30? Yes! Oh, they're fucking incredible. I posted it on Jose's wall because uh, I ordered the WWE Network Sunday night, but we were on hotel Wi-Fi, and it just it wasn't streaming well. So yeah. I had to wait until we got home last night at like 1 a.m., and I watched it. Like I had to go uh, social media dark all day yesterday and Sunday night because, like, I fucking love the Royal Rumble. It's my favorite. Oh, the Royal Rumble's great. And they fucked me in the ass so many times in the past few years. <laughs> I would have hated to miss the first good one in a while yeah. or get it spoiled. It's so weird. Like, how do they keep fucking up the Rumble? Right? Like, that's so weird. It, it, it's with Roman Reigns being the number thirty entrant, it's in it's almost intentional. It's got yeah. it's gotta be partially intentional at this point because man like I I couldn't uh, uh, what there were I was having a discussion with Jose and I forget what the context was and I was like, Well at least Roman Reigns won't be in it and Jose says, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, nope, no, I'm not sure. Knock on wood, knock on wood. So that's why I shared all the reaction videos on Jose's page, because he was he fucking called that shit. Yep. I just, and the winner doesn't. The winner feels safe. Like, that's. It doesn't, it, it does. It does feel safe, but it also doesn't make much storyline sense. No. If you're That's gonna why have, I think that Wyatt's going to win the belt in the Elimination Chamber. I was thinking the same thing, but then again, that makes sense. WWE oftentimes does not, but I think the, it would have been better for Wyatt to win the Rumble with Randy's help and Randy to win the belt in Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Because well, yeah, now the rumor that I've been seeing. Is at WrestleMania they they'll do uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. What? Yeah, that sounds awful. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, that could be all right. I could. You do love Total Divas. I do. Do love Total Divas. Oh, they have so much, so many boobs on that show. It's great. So many boobs. Oh, Maurice. Recent episode. Uh, no, I only watched that one episode a couple weeks ago that aired after Raw. Oh, man, this recent episode is fantastic. But Maurice, Maurice's <laughs> outfit at the Rumble last night, holy Jesus. <clears throat> holy balls. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Let me tell you about the most recent episode of Till Divas. <laughs> so, uh, Dean Ambrose was going to go hang out with uh, Renee and her family. For the very, like, the first time. He had met her parents in the past, but this is the first time they're really spending any time together. So you think, oh, this, this isn't going to go well. Turns out, Dean Ambrose and Renee's mom become best friends. Like, <laughs> just hanging out, drinking, wiling, having a good time. Renee is like, you gotta stop acting like a crazy person in front of my parents. <laughs> I have asked you this before, but like, how legit is Total Divas? Like, uh, is it... probably not much. Okay, <laughs> I think it's it's legit at times. Like, I think there might be a legit part of the show coming up where they're at dinner and they're like, 
at an in an outdoor part of the restaurant and there's like some shrubbery you know separating the restaurant from the people outside and some dude just reaches his hand through the shrubbery and takes Renee's hat off her head and runs off with it. <laughs> so Ambrose just, just goes, you know, fuck this, and jumps the jumps the fence and sh- <laughs> chases the guy down. And when they cut and when they chase the when the camera guys find him, he's there yelling at the guy, and Renee's like having to hold him back, and he's yelling at the guy. Say you're say I'm a drunk asshole. I'm sorry. Say I'm a drunk asshole. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the guy's just like, I'm a drunk asshole. I'm sorry. That is fantastic. <laughs> so Renee gets all upset that that Dean freaked out like this, but he gets back to the table. Renee's dad is like holds up his glass to him, and goes cheers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> him. And then later in the day. Renee's mom goes to her and is like, why do you seem mad? That was the most romantic thing I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Told it was a good time, y'all. I think what else was on last week's episode? Renee Young is a delight. Oh, yeah. She and Dean Ambrose are the two best additions to that cast this year. Such a weird... I, I, I had a hard time getting on board with the entire concept. I told you, it's so weird. Yeah, I was too, but then I just embraced it. Oh yeah, I mean you got, I mean you have to. Like that's you know you're not gonna <laughs> not embrace it. Like Total Divas is the only WWE programming that Kelly watches religiously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's funny. Every Monday you'll see around uh, you know five minutes after Raw, he'll tweet out anything on a Raw worth watching. Yeah, do I have to Tuesday. fucking watch this? Anything on SmackDown <laughs> worth watching? I do, actually that about <laughs> I do actually watch SmackDown, but like not fully paying attention. I'm usually playing a video game. Like I'm been playing Dragon Quest or working on an article while I watch it. But SmackDown is a much more watchable program than Raw is. Yes. Uh if only because it's an hour shorter. Yes, that helps quite a bit. Yeah, I gotta imagine that goes a long way, yeah. But some some good spots right. in that rumble, man, like they could have Spread out those three top stars a little more instead of packing them in all of the way at the end. But yeah, uh, you know, you you always gotta love Brock coming in and and wrecking house, and then Goldberg hits him with one shitty spear and and just his diverticulitis starts acting up, and he's like, <laughs> I gotta go. You gotta dump me over this top rope. Isn't that like? The second, forgive me if I'm wrong, but isn't that like the second time they've done that? Like Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's what the time just fucked him up with no problem. Yeah, it was Survivor Series where Goldberg beat Brock in like a minute and a half, something like that, a minute twenty six like seconds. Yeah. And whenever Brock comes out, like Michael Cole on commentary says, "Brock Lesnar totally embarrassed by Goldberg at Survivor Series." Like it, they go hard on him that he was just fucking. Made to look like a little bitch, and and they did the same thing in the Rumble. He he Goldberg got, has his number currently. That is interesting. That's an yeah, odd, very strange weird choice. Yeah, because Goldberg was kind of persona non grata there for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But then they saw he brings in ratings, and people seem to like him. Well, and I think it's it was time to have Brock get his comeuppance because he's been. 
wrecking shit for years now and coming in and out and hasn't really met his match outside of the undertaker so i think it's imagine imagine if it hadn't been goldberg and had been samoa joe instead that would have been cool too i'm thinking yeah yeah because Goldberg doesn't need that win. He doesn't need that win twice. Like, why not do that with someone that could actually use the establishing from Right. Him? That's kind of, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't, like, because, I mean, Goldberg's not going to fucking work Monday Night Raws, you know? He's worked a couple. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to do house shows. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But, you know, what do I know? I just work here. <laughs> Could be worse. We could be Muslim at an at an airport. That yeah. is completely true. Yep. Just right on Goldberg. Try, right on. Trying to fucking work this auto show and just seeing updates about just all the shit that's going on, and the the meme that's like, "This is how I wake up every morning." It's the picture of Jean Luc Picard. Damage report. <laughs> every day, every day, it's a new thing. That's uh. That's accurate. And and now it, it's just it's really depressing and like people are starting to mobilize big time. I think time to time to take these tyrants down, man. Yeah. All all, I, all I'm saying is y'all motherfuckers should have voted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw a response to that. I saw a response to that. It was somebody on Twitter saying Wow, like, you know, it's great seeing, like, this women's, women's march. That's really cool. Too bad you all didn't vote or else we'd be, you know, in a different situation. And the response was, we did fucking vote. Hillary won by three million votes. <laughs> well, <laughs> there is that, too. Yeah. yeah. That's also valid. <laughs> yeah. No. I, re- oh! I kind of hope that this is the election that ends protest votes, though. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if you thought, I kind of thought it would be the Bush presidency that killed that, but here we are again. In retrospect, the Bush presidency, not half bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, I I kind of have to chuckle watching the people that I know either did not vote or cast a protest vote on social media kind of losing their mind about what's going on right now it's like you know maybe maybe you should have got your shit together three months ago (laughs) you and all your protest vote friends and we wouldn't be in this situation (laughs) or or i'm just so i'm so goddamn cynical about all this shit that i'm looking at it go man this is all really great really inspiring but what's it going to accomplish right i i mean yeah like I respect going out and protesting, but so much. Like so I, much. I don't. Be, I, I don't want to do it myself because it's like, look, I, I did my part. I voted. What else am I gonna do? Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, you think you know, this guy is gonna look outside, see all those people, go, oh, shit? I think I made a terrible mistake. Oh no, he's no. gonna sit inside and watch Finding Dory. No, right. it fucking it bummed him out big time. At least the women's march did. To the point where he did like three different press conferences to misdirect the attention. It it drives him nuts that people That's don't why like. Him. I was sending him mean things on Twitter. Yeah, for the time yeah. Because I thought it would make him kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first president to commit Harry Carey would be great. 
like if I if I if there would be the time, like they come into the Oval Office, he's just there hanging from his belt in the bathroom. <laughs> look at his phone, and there's my tweet. <laughs> I would be so fucking happy. Like, would you accept being thrown in Guantanamo Bay for the rest of your life for that tweet? I think Maybe. I think it'd be worth it because you'd be it a hero. Be. You might have protests in your honor. Yeah, and and we get another black president, and he'll uh, commute your sentence. <laughs> yeah, fucking hashtag free Kelly. Yeah. Oh man, free Kelly. <laughs> I want a free Kelly. <laughs> oh, I I forgot about one aspect of our LA trip. So you know how weed is legal there. I've heard rumors. Oh yeah, and uh, they do not hide it whatsoever. <laughs> like one thing about being a um, a marijuana user in a state where it's not necessarily legal. Like we voted it for medical use here in Florida this past month, but or this right. past election, but it's still going to be very strict. Like there's only like right. three uh, nurseries that are allowed to grow medical marijuana here. So, but it's still a point where if I'm out in public. And I smell weed. It's still a novelty. It's still like, ooh, someone around here is having a party. <laughs> in LA, in LA, you're walking around outside and it's like, man, everyone out here is having a party all the time. <laughs> Fucking Sunday night, the show ended at five. We're walking through the lobby and just stunk. Just stunk of weed. <laughs> like five o'clock rolled around and everybody lit up. It's amazing. Uh, that's awesome. Because fucking why not? Why not? But I was talking to Mary about it, and even though I am pro pro pot and all that, I still think it should be kept on the DL a little bit. Even if it's legal, you shouldn't be all out and open about it. It's kind of like how like I don't want to be around people smoking cigarettes. I don't want to smell your cigarette smoke. So there's p- probably plenty of people that don't want to smell your pot smoke or don't want their kids smelling your pot smoke. No, that's fair. So fucking chill out a little bit, guys. So is it is the pot not held to the same standards as weed smoke because like, or as a cigarette smoke because like, you can't smoke like indoors or like within fucking 50 feet of a goddamn door if it's a cigarette. Um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cops in L.A. have enough other stuff going on that they're not – they don't care about that. If you're Because you're, you're not supposed to be walking around outside smoking pot. You're not right, supposed to be right. in a public place smoking pot like a restaurant or a bar or anything like that. You're not right, supposed right. to be smoking in your hotel room, but you, you might if you keep it on the DL a little bit. But, right. you know, if you are carrying a certain amount around and you're smoking at home, that's that's totally cool. And they don't want you driving with it. But, sure. again. Which is totally fair. Again. Things are a little loosey-goosey around there. They got they got bigger fish to fry. Hey, I'm not bitching about it. That's great. Yeah. Okay, and, why not? Uh, to, to cap things off since we were talking wrestling, today at Walmart... I finally saw the uh, WWE old school uh, 
like Mattel looking figures, like the the, the that's old... pretty cool. Yeah, I yeah, saw that picture cool. on Facebook. It's pretty dope. They had uh, the back of the card was, but they had uh, Cena, Brock, Roman Reigns, Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker, and Kevin Owens. And uh, I got Kevin Owens. If they had Taker or Ultimate Warrior there, I might have gotten them. And it was ten bucks. You know. It's about the size of the Ninja Turtles figures, which are about the same yeah. same price. You know, only three points of articulation, not counting the the action feature. But my KO does a a pop up power bomb. I did a pop up power bomb to a foot soldier, which was kind of which was kind of sweet. That's cool. But I love the fucking old school design of them and the old school packaging. Know, I I, as, I like those like just as much as I hate those fucking reaction figures. <laughs> and I really hate those reaction figures. Like, I don't know. The, the WB ones, are, they're fun, man. Like, it's a fun design. Like, it makes sense, like, in context of the gimmick. Like, I'm, I'm down for that. That's yeah. super cool. Super cool. I like it. Man, well, shit, let's, uh, let's take us a break, man. We'll come back to the news. And Sounds good. Comic books. I did Get write news. Let's stand up and stretch the ledge for a little bit, because my fucking legs hurt. I'm back in the gym this week. God damn it! It's like they knew, and so we did like we did laps, but laps, we uh, laps. I fucking we hated laps. Laps. When I played uh, pee wee football and high school football, laps are the worst. Oh, I yeah. can run. I can run laps all day. I got pretty good cardio. I can run. No. I don't mind running. Nope. Well, we lunged laps. No quads <laughs> killing me. Oh. That killing sounds, me. That sounds like torture. Like every time I sit down on the toilet, I gotta go. Eah! <laughs> Goddamn low toilet! <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those like old people like high safety toilets installed just for gym night. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah there you go. Get a Make bidet that like your basement toilet. Get a yeah, bidet installed. Sitting down in a barca lounge. <laughs> get a bidet installed while you're at it. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. Why not? It's a party. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, enjoy this song. This is off the uh, new. Uh, Doc Doc EP that yeah. came out yesterday, and it's fucking really good. Yeah, do this. Bye, guys. Break.
Watching like my chumps on the blacktop Ten years of work that I packed in a laptop And it's heavy on my head, thick of internet A path that's predetermined by my penmanship And half is sick and the other sort of missing it That's me, embodying dichotomies of hypocrites Where did I go? Where my life go? Where did I go? Is another lesson Every new beginning is a blessing My baby was a preacher Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. John in the chat asks, I'm assuming he's asking about uh, the legal weed in LA. He asks, did the sign say, fuck it, you don't even need a card anymore? (laughs) We met up with one of our friends from high school who is working for a legal grow operation out there right on. currently. And he was talking about how it was easier for everyone when it was just medical. The fact that oh. they made it legal, they put tighter restrictions on everything to where you legally you can carry less. You can't carry as much. You can't have as many plants in your home personally to grow so on and so forth so it's like everybody well i can carry like a shopping cart full of beers anywhere i want to go yeah but uh under the legal rules you can only carry an ounce with you under the medical rules you could only carry a you could carry as much of as a pound with you jesus yeah that seems arbitrary as fuck yeah, that's a lot of weed. Yes, a pound is a lot. lot of weed. So during the like break, a fucking, like a gallon-sized freezer bag. Oh God! During the break, I kill the toilet spider. Nice. Oh, inside the toilet. Uh, right on the inside lid. When I lifted it up. 
that, that gave me quite a startle. Well, <laughs> good thing you didn't sit on it. I don't. Well, that would have almost certainly killed it. I've had some fucked up experiences with bugs in bathrooms before. Uh, I've had like a, a <laughs> we had this like magazine rack sitting like in front of the toilet, so when you sat down, you could grab a magazine. Yeah, and makes sense. one time sat down, just a huge fucking wolf spider just sitting there, just looking at you. At, at oh. you. Those things are fucking indestructible killing machines. Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're we, so hard to kill. W- when I was a kid, we tried to kill one. Uh, probably one of the first years we lived in Florida. Tried to kill one. Dropped an encyclopedia on it. And the <laughs> encyclopedia was on an angle. Because the spider was unfazed. <laughs> They're so fucking tough. And then another they're, time... They're scary fucking tough. Another time I was in the shower. And I brush my teeth in the shower because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I know a lot of people don't brush their teeth in the shower, but that's how I've done it my entire life. And I go to grab my toothbrush, and I notice there's a there's a nice juicy cockroach just chilling right on the end of my toothbrush. Oh, <laughs> just oh. having sex oh. with my toothbrush. Yep, gross. That is truly terrible. Let that be a lesson. Don't brush your teeth, kids. <laughs> you don't know what it's been. Just let those bitches fall right out. You keep you keep eyes on that toothbrush all day? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck happened in there while you weren't looking. Let's, uh, let's do the news. All right, let's let's try some news. Let's see if I can not fuck it up this week like I did last week. You know what? Worth a shot. All right, we're gonna we're gonna try and do it we'll live. Do it live. Okay. All right. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, five four, four, three. three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 31st, 2017. Fucking thing sucks! Despite Ben Affleck, Warner Brothers, and The Rock all doing their best to convince us that all is well in the DC movie universe... Affleck has officially dropped out as the director of The Batman. Who will be the next director to exit the project? Could it be you? (laughs) Nicole Kidman is in talks to join Aquaman, and she's gone. (laughs) 38-year comic veteran and Swamp Thing co-creator Bernie Wrightson has retired from comics, citing debilitating health problems. A welcome change from creators leaving the business due to sexual harassment or kiddie porn. Oh, yeah. heavens to Murgatroyd! Snagglepuss <laughs> is the latest Hanna Barbera character get, to get their own DC comic book, and this time he'll be a gay Southern playwright instead of just a gay Southern pink, pink mountain lion with a bow tie. <laughs> the Shyamalan comeback is in full swing, and his next project will be a sequel to 2000s on the DL superhero movie Unbreakable. The next step is finding a bag of money big enough to get Bruce Willis out of bed. (laughs) And finally, comics legend Jim Starlin claims that from the characters he has co-created, KG Beast has earned him more from film residuals for Batman v Superman than for Thanos, Gamora, and Drax combined from Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Glad to hear something good finally came out of Batman v Superman. <laughs> that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for January 31st, 2017. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah! Remember when every week we would have a news story about something horrible happening on the set of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark to the point yeah, uh, I sure do to the point where we had a sounder because yep, it was so sounder. common. Yeah, we might need to do that for the DC movie universe because Good God. I feel like Jeez. just just 2 weeks ago, let's see here. Just 2 weeks ago we were talking about the Rock meeting with DC, which we talked about was possibility, po- possibly The Rock whipping all their asses into shape, or them convincing The Rock that everything is okay. Week before that, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman movies rumored to be, be delayed or in trouble. And before that, it was like, oh, everything's fine, everything's great. <laughs> yeah, they had they had Ben Affleck kind of go on a an apology tour for the shit he was yeah. saying about how he might not <laughs> want to do the Batman movie anymore. <laughs> And then apparently he's not directing the Batman movie anymore, um, and put out a a a uh, statement. There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has been become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the level they require. Together with the studio, I've decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this, and we are making it. (laughs) (laughs) But we are currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing this to life for fans around the world. I actually kind of uh, appreciate that to some level. Because I was actually thinking uh, a little while back about how, you know, it's one thing to... Like, I mean, I can't imagine how hard it would be to direct and act in any movie. Like, anything. Okay, you know, okay, yes. The The man did Argo, for Christ's sake. That's like, you know, yes. that's, that's, a, that's not a small movie, but there's no. a lot to juggle around. But that's still not a fucking $250 million superhero movie. So, like, I can kind of understand where, like, even in a perfect world, if everything was going great, he'd go, you know... <laughs> Maybe I should just wear the one hat this time. Like, Agreed. I, yeah, I, I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt for that. In another world, this is barely a story, right? Like, there's a world yes. where the DC movies are going great, everything's <laughs> going fine, and Ben Affleck just kind of says, oh, shit, guys, I'm real sorry, but like, I really probably shouldn't act and direct this movie. I, you know, I'll kind of, let's find a good director. Like, And, and it was like, oh, Cool, makes sense. This is kind of only a big deal on the heels of literally everything else that's come before it. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's kind of like what he said about the character having the cachet. Like, no one gives a fuck about Live by Night, but everybody wants to know when when's the Batman coming out? When's Batman happening? Right, right, right. However, he has seven credits as director. Of those seven credits, he has starred in four of them. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Wait, 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 wait. Five of them. 
the his and also of those seven, they're all really good movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Live by Night isn't getting great. You saw Live by Night? I, okay, I've I, I not okay. seen Live by Night. Yeah, okay. I need to see that one still. Gone Baby Gone, The Town, Argo. Looking, Gone Live, Baby Gone is incredible. Live by Night, and then the announced movie here that he will star in his witness for the prosecution. It's almost like, man, man he almost has to star in the movies he directs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the but other part of it. He doesn't yeah, have to that, direct. Part of it. He, didn't have, he has this pattern of doing that. So, yeah. But he doesn't have to direct a movie he stars in. Hmm? Hmm? Exactly. Hmm? Right, yeah. Um, this. Man, uh, we saw The Accountant yes. uh, a few months back, and that was in theaters. That movie fucking rocks. Like, I heard that was good. It's awesome. Very fucking good. And, you know, he didn't direct that. But he was fucking great in it. It's excellent. Uh, very, very this Hollywood Reporter headline and subheadline made me fucking laugh hysterically. The headline is It's obvious who should replace Ben Affleck as Batman director. The subheadline Taking over the Dark Knight is Zack Snyder's cinematic destiny. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fucking gross. And Ugh. then uh, there was the story about... Uh, oh, Kevin Smith. People kept asking Kevin Smith to direct the Batman. Right. And his response was... Hold on, let me make sure that this CBR video doesn't autoplay. Oh, it's oh, going to autoplay. It didn't. It didn't. Yep. Nice. It didn't. Ah, goddammit! <laughs> uh, it fooled me. Kevin Smith says, I'm flattered, but three things make me directing Batman impossible. Number one, I haven't spoken to Ben in years, which is surprising. Hmm. Two, I made yoga hosers. And three, common sense. <laughs> now, is his new thing just to shit on his last movie as being his worst movie? Because I feel like he does that with every... Like, it used to be, I made Jersey Girl. Or, I made um, Tusk. Or I made yoga. Like he put his well, daughter made, in. Stop making shitty movies. Yeah, he put his about, daughter. Yeah, the thing about Tusk and Yoga Hojos in particular is that they're fucking weird, weird movies that have no chance of striking a chord with anything but like the smallest, weirdest little audience. Kevin Smith fans. Even them, and like probably a subset not. of Kevin Smith fans. <laughs> like they're weird little movies, and like, I think his. I think the reason he does that is because people like you know seek him out to shit on his weird little movies. As if they're not weird little movies. It's like, yeah, no, I get it. You don't like it. It's a fucking weird little movie. Of course you don't like it. But somewhere out there, there's people that are going to dig it. It's fine. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, as a fat kid growing up myself, you learn to lean into it. Yeah. So the, I, I understand that practice. The, the you self. Lean into it. And, you know, you make the joke before they can make it on you. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the fact that he hasn't spoken to Ben in years is surprising. And really sad. It made me kind of sad when I read that. <laughs> yeah, he talks about yeah, it a kind lot of a of podcast. Like, it's not like a, they didn't have a falling out or anything. They just kind of drifted apart. Fell apart. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. Uh, they but need some... Uh, the stuff that he's doing on TV, Kevin Smith, man, his both his Flash episodes are really good. 
his uh, Supergirl episode was really good. So he's kind of digging on that guy, that kind of stuff right now. I mean, so hell, good maybe for, good for him. But I maybe still figures he can. Good for him, but I still think he was on track to be one of the biggest directors of our time, and and he kind of blew it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Like, not just him, but I mean anybody. Like, if you can, you know, fucking get out of bed in the morning and say you're really digging what you're doing and you're fucking fulfilled. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't, is that blowing it? I don't know. Man, shit Who's got deep. Uh, so. DC really needs uh, some good news. And there's a report that Nicole Kidman... <laughs> they just need some not bad news. Exactly. Nicole Kidman <laughs> is, is in talks for an Aqu- Aquaman role. Um, I believe the character would be... At- Atlant- Atlanta. No. Atlanta? Atlanta? Al- Atlanta. Atlanta. She's going to play Atlanta. <laughs> She's going to play Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did anyone still? Get, did we still give a fuck about Nicole Kidman? I don't. I don't. Uh, no. I don't think we do. I don't think we do. But like, she doesn't still... get mentioned on the Wendy Williams show very much, so I don't think we do. She's still a name. <laughs> she she's still a known name. She's not. She's not opening any movies these days. And Atlanta Atlanta is Aquaman's mother. Yeah. So she fucks the lighthouse keeper. Right. Right. Aha. Um, right. No, Nicole Kidman is not giving birth to Jason Momoa. Not in any universe. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> like that lighthouse keeper better be fucking Lionel Richie or uh, Wesley Snipes <laughs> or something. Maybe or it comes Terry out of Cruz, the biggest swollest <laughs> lighthouse keeper in the world. Yeah, just just Maybe fucking Atlantis babies come out of the dad's pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> the lighthouse keeper better be Roman Reigns, essentially. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck about Nicole Kidman anymore. Like, a, she she was one of those that was just too too many fucking weird movies that I did not like in a yeah. row. I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole Kidman. Remember Eyes Wide Shut? <laughs> oh, I remember Eyes Wide Shut. What a what a weird what a weird movie. Fucking weird movie. And that was in an age that came out when I was an age like, oh shit, this movie's gonna be full of. What kinds of crazy sex stuff? What like no, nah, like for a minute, and the rest of it is just these fucking unhappy goddamn people. <laughs> oh shit, that reminds me. Saturday I'm, night, I'm goods. <laughs> Saturday night at the hotel, we're just flipping through the channels, and we happen upon this chick who looks like she's kind of enjoying herself, and she's got clothes on and everything. And this had to be like eight o'clock at night, and I'm like, what is this? And she she starts feeling herself a little bit more, and then all of a sudden, her shirt comes up, and her shirt comes off, and her shorts come down, and her shirt. How shorts... many people masturbating did you see this weekend? Uh, <laughs> I literally had to change the channel because it got too uncomfortable in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we were all way oh, too into it. It was on TV. Yeah. Okay. All right. Remember, you're talking about in, you're in the no, hotel lobby. No, it was what on the TV. Fuck are you talking about? It was on TV, and I'm like, is fucking Cinemax still a thing? Like, I don't know what channel it was, but it was almost hardcore. Like, nice. I don't know what soft core is considered these days. <laughs> I think soft core is anything but full on penetration. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, this was oh, oh, uh, we didn't see we didn't watch it long enough to see if it turned hardcore or not. I don't so think have, it did. Um, we have a Showtime subscription on our Hulu uh, membership. Yeah, and so you know they've got the Showtime whatever movies are on Showtime and their shows and stand ups or whatever you know. But then you also have like their little late night section, which is like the Skinamax version for Showtime, and it's got some original programming, like some documentaries they've got. They're like about porn and shit, which is fine. But then, sure as shit, there's always like a rotation of you know ten to fifteen, twenty, whatever it is, of these fucking softcore TV movies that they're still making. Like they still make new ones. Good. And, and a lot of times they uh, even have like porn actors in them. Just like they're just not actually fucking in these movies. And they probably. I wonder if see you- one. I'm always like. Who are these four? <laughs> People like, in hotel rooms? <laughs> yeah. But, like, but you can get actual porn in hotel rooms. Like, yeah. But you, you have know, to pay like, for it. When when we were young lads, like the Skinamax movie, that's all we had. So, you know, that's fucking, that was, it was the only thing we had kind of on tap. Man, I and fucking, was, I will readily, readily admit to spanking it to scrambled porn. Yeah. And even then, it wasn't even real porn. It was the Skinamax <laughs> yeah. porn, you know? Oh man, but, you know, we like, should do a whole. I don't know how fucking good they got it. Yeah. Like seriously, who the fuck in the age of you know, Red Tube and Pornhub is gonna be like, oh wait, I better chill out for this non-porno porno <laughs> on late night cable? Like what the fuck? Why are they making these movies? It's I so don't weird. remember which show it was, but uh, a friend in high school lent me a tape of a WWF pay per view, and. I think I accidentally recorded over it with some like Hot Springs Hotel or Beverly Hills Bordello <laughs> or something like that. Fuck yeah, Hot Springs Hotel. And, oh my god, Hot Springs Hotel was my jam. Fucking a. <laughs> and then gave it back, not realizing I had recorded over it. And then he watched oh, it with no. his mom. <laughs> uh, oh my god, we should do a whole episode on Hot Springs Hotel. <laughs> we could easily do an episode on Hot Springs Holy Hotel. Holy shit. Like, now, okay, now, as much as, as I was talking about them, uh, as much as I was talking about these movies, I will admit that Nicole and I did watch about 45 minutes of the Strip Cup Slasher a few weeks ago. <laughs> because with a name like Strip Cup Slasher, of course we're going to yeah. turn on for a while. <laughs> Kelly, not? Kelly, did you ask what Hot Springs Hotel is? Yeah, I. that was before my time. This was the premise. It was a hotel like out in. It was a series. It was like in Nevada or something like that. It was a like a, a desert area, and it was a series. And it was a hotel, and it was the show was about the people who worked at the hotel and the guests. So it was the staff members would fuck each other. The staff members would fuck the guests. The guests would fuck. But there was always some sort of like shitty sitcom hijinks going on to you know sew all the fuck scenes together yeah, yeah but but it was like it was a half hour show and each one had like three fuck scenes in it at least yes <laughs> so there wasn't like a lot of connective tissue <laughs> to really take it apart like, not, not a whole lot of story no not a lot not a lot at all but but really... it had an amazing fucking theme song yes like, the theme song was pretty solid and and really solid cast uh, and and really well produced. <laughs> yeah, for what it was, yeah, not bad. It was like an NBC comedy, but without the NBC writers and with three fuck scenes an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, when I go to Google and I type in Hot Springs Hotel, 
it actually brings up hotels in Hot Springs, Arizona. Oh, it was probably Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably right. God bless it. Hot Springs Hotel Cinemax. There it is. <laughs> All right. That's better. And then, uh, Lee, you kind of turned me on to this story uh, before the show tonight about uh, Bernie Wrightson, co-creator of Swamp Thing, is having to retire because he's just fucking deteriorating. He's not going to do any more new work. He's not going to be able to go to conventions. He is, he's just in bad shape. He's an industry veteran of 38 years. Hey, With he's been just, doing it a long time. Uh, an astonishing fucking legacy, man. Like, Kind of probably best known for uh, co-creating Swamp Thing back in the day. But, you know, he also did a whole bunch of, like, uh, like the EC uh, horror comics and covers. And he did this, I mean, fucking spellbinding uh, illustrated Frankenstein that, to this day, is some of the most intense shit I've ever seen. Like, it's, it's, it's nuts. Just these hyper, hyper-detailed pencils and stark use of black and white. It's, it's amazing stuff. Like, if you've not seen... Bernie Wrights and Frankenstein. Just fucking, just Google it. Just Google Bernie Wrights and Frankenstein and just look at this crazy shit. It's incredible. Yeah. And I love in um, recent, well, not recently, but within the past couple of years, there was, I think, two or three issues of a Frankenstein book that he and Steve Niles did together. Yeah, IDW put it out, yeah. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about it was you could, there was a couple scenes that took place in the, in like a snowstorm. Yeah, it was awesome seeing just because you could tell he still used whiteout for the snow. Yeah, like it was amazing to look at. Yeah, I'm gonna drop this image in the chat just for anybody who gives a shit because it's fucking spellbinding, and it's just it's, you know the monster meeting uh, his creator. It's incredible, incredible stuff. But yeah, uh, I I can't Holy quite. Shit. Yeah. You never seen the stuff, Nice? It's no, amazing. No. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and like, and I, I've, I can't see like what like, I, I've not seen anything that says what exactly is his issue. But it, I mean, it said uh, a brain surgery. Right. Yeah. But like, for what, what was I, wrong? I yeah. Well, it was a the the story was about uh, it had the the excerpt from his wife's Facebook post. So right. I guess if you followed his Facebook, you'd probably know more about the situation. But yeah, he had a brain surgery, and they thought it everything was good, and then you know he he lost all use of his left side, and he's he's just kind of falling apart. <clears throat> yeah, it's fucking nuts. So damn shame, man. But you know, he's he's, he's doing it right though. You know, like great work. You know, kind of came and went. You know, kind of going out. You know. Just an undisputed goddamn master. And, and, you know, fucking scandal-free, which is something to count for these days, you know? Like, yeah. No one has a Bernie Wrightson's a piece of shit story. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, every so often, I'll think about uh, Devin Faraci. Oh, God. Who has vanished. Yes. Off the face of the earth. Yep. He sure the fuck did. Because that dude turned out to be a weird creeper. <laughs> Sometimes people are just underground dirtbags. <laughs> yep. Sometimes they shove their hands down your pants when you don't want them to. 
which is really not cool behavior. Not gang. cool at all. If someone says, hey, shove your hand down my pants, by all means, throw that motherfucker down there. <laughs> shove it right in. If they don't do that, though, don't put it in there. Don't do that. Can you no, shove your a- hand down my pants? I just ate an entire package of Break and Bake s'mores cookies. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, I certainly. If she had eaten the frosting, I probably would have thought I had mind control over her. <laughs> and I would have had if her... If she ra- eaten the frosting, you would have given her a standing ovation. I, I would have I would have had, had her rampage the entire train car. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God. Uh, next story is about the DC Comics, uh, Hanna-Barbera Comics. The next one that, yeah. The next one they have announced is Snagglepuss. Uh, yeah, they did. Who, <laughs> in the comic book, will be a gay southern playwright. Which, uh, who, who is this talking about, Snagglepuss? Mark Russell. Is the writer. Yeah. Uh, Mark Russell says, Snagglepuss's sexuality is never discussed, and it's obviously ignored in the cartoons because they were made at a time when you couldn't even acknowledge the existence of such a thing. But it's still so obvious. So it's natural <laughs> to present it in a context where everybody knows, but it's still closeted. And dealing with the cultural, cultural scene of the 1950s, especially on Broadway, where everybody's gay or is working with someone who's gay, but nobody can talk about it and what it's like to have to try and create culture out of silence. I I agree partially because, like, uh, Chris Lee is gay as fuck. <laughs> And I just base that just off of the way he talks, like his mannerisms. But you gonna you gonna throw this purple mount or this pink mountain lion under the bus as being gay just because of the way he talks? <laughs> you gonna, gonna out uh, Snagglepuss like that? Also, speaking, maybe because his name is Snagglepuss. Speaking uh, of Chrisley, uh, the Todd Chrisley memes page has passed one thousand likes. Whoa! <laughs> Have you gotten any? Five years to get a thousand likes. Have you gotten any requests for uh, prayers or or loans oh, or anything lately? You don't even know. Hold on a second. <laughs> Have we Let talked about open. this on the show about how people think that your Todd Chrisley memes page is actually Todd Chrisley and they, they ask you for advice and help? I don't know if we've talked about it recently, but let me look in the old mailbag. <laughs> Here's the Let's mail. It never fails. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's that's an old school, son. <laughs> Look at all this Chrisley mail. <laughs> uh, activity? I'm ch- I don't even know how to get to the mail. There we go. All right, we're in Todd Chrisley memes messages. Uh, I have someone asking me how Savannah's doing. <laughs> As you may know, Savannah was in a car crash recently. Oh, no. Yeah. I send my chuckle. Um, Heavens to Murgatroyd! Someone named Carolyn says, Hey Todd, I love your shows. I'm witching one right now. And <laughs> I just want to say, I'm sorry that your son is pulling you through this. I'm going through the same thing with my daughter. I'm taking care of her three kids that I've raised from day one. Six years, five years, three years. And said it's hard for me, wow. struggling from day to day. I'll be praying for him. Thanks for all your family has brought to me. Wow. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, <laughs> I, go, I went to the Todd Chrisley memes page, and under the about, it says, 
uh, for messages typically replies within a few hours. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even reply to these anymore. Keep on top of it, man. Uh, Cindy writes and says, Todd, you are the greatest speaker dad that keeps those kids in line and lets them know how things are in the world. What they have to do when they get on there on, I know they will do great. You have taught them well, but I really want to say, please run for president. Uh, please, you have the everything for it. I waiting for you to step up and do it. We don't want Trump. Lots of people think the same way. I heard they're going Jesus to impeach Christ. the man. I will stand behind you. So will a lot more. You can get it done. Please, the, for the world's sake. Thank you. Uh, let's see. How, ma- how much punctuation was actually in that message? Oh, like none. Yeah, right. Of course. Um, Ed right. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> at no point has Kelly ever... <laughs> made any claim that this is run by Todd Grizzly. In fact, fact I think on the page I say this isn't Todd Grizzly. <laughs> yeah, and it's and it's incredibly obvious to anyone with half a fucking brain that it's not Todd Grizzly. Ed writes, Hello, Todd. My wife and I love your show. I'm oh, Ed. Man. From Massillon, Ohio, 58 years old, medically retired. I've had open heart surgery, cheerful bypass. I have diabetes. What the fuck is going on? And I used to be a semi truck driver. What is? What I'm is? Working... Is is he my Uber driver? <laughs> <laughs> I'm working towards getting my medical certification reinstated so I can get back to work. I haven't worked in three years and I'm on SSDI and it's real hard to make ends meet on. $1,000 a month. I have worked in lawn maintenance and home securement of properties that are foreclosed on. I can do plumbing, carpentry, roofing, fix windows, and cleanouts. Jesus. Sounds like I'm asking. Sounds like I'm asking for a job. You're right. I am. So if you find all that I've said to your interest, please give me a call at... Get the fuck out of here. Phone number. Once again, my name is Ed, Ed and I hope to hear from you. Thank you. Uh, what's Linda got to say? <laughs> Uh, Linda's got several messages. Uh, The first says, hey, LOL. The second says, how are you? The third says, you need to reply, boy. And the fourth says, (laughs) Todd. Todd? Jesus. (laughs) Todd, are you there? Uh, Todd, are you there? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Hang on, I need to find a good one that will make us all sad. I didn't even realize that rhymed until I finished saying it. <laughs> oh my god, that's a perfect meme! That's a it perfect is. Todd meme! Uh, Beverly writes and says, You and your family are the highlight of my life. Long lives and love to all of you. I'm Beverly from Tennessee. <laughs> Thank you, Beverly. Highlight uh, of life. Brent, sa- Brent says, Todd, you're an awesome father. That's it. Thanks, Brent. Uh, Paula says, Todd Crisley, I'm your biggest fan. Thanks, Paula. Christ almighty. Henrietta writes and says, Hi, Todd. I'm from Jamaica. I just love you and your family. Thank you, Henrietta. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, This is coming back. (laughs) Pebbles writes and says, Love the show. You are all awesome. Thanks, Pebbles. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Karen writes, Todd, need your help. We live in Westminster, and my girl has been accused of things she did not do. Can you help, please? We are not rich and on disability, and we need help, please. What the fuck? Sorry, Karen. 
Um, <laughs> Chandler writes and says, hey, you bitch-ass N-word. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Debbie writes and says, Todd, I love you. You bring laughter to me daily, but right now I need a friend. Please help me. I'm a begging you, please. I'm a begging you. (laughs) Sorry, Debbie. Uh, What's Samuel say? I love the new mail segment. (laughs) Samuel writes and says, I'm sending a friend request. I went to school with you. I don't want nothing from you. I'm just asking for a friend request. And then he sent a thumbs up. (laughs) All right. Uh, Gladys writes. Holy shit. This is a good one. Uh, Mr. Crisley. I'm home alone for Thanksgiving and decided to watch your marathon show playing on 11-24-16. It's 8.30 p.m. All day I've laughed. <laughs> now I'm 64, and you're in your upper 40s. Your older children are beautiful, intelligent, and morally sound. Now please listen to me. Back <laughs> off and cut the strings. Give some space, trust them, and most of all, stop putting them down when they've truly succeeded. And because you didn't have anything to do with it, control it or rise in authority over them and making them feel guilty because they didn't do it your way. You should be proud. Like I said, I'm 64 and raising my granddaughter, of which I adopted to protect her because her mother killed herself being put down, pushed, and controlled. Oh, boy. Her dad is in in prison for violence against humanity. What? Let's unpack that. Violence against humanity? Let's unpack that one for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you, in prison for violence against humanity. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, your kid, you, you call your kids hellions. There's a saying, if you don't let your loved ones leave the nest, they won't return. Back off or you're going to lose them. Now, your mother. You love her on one hand and she's controlling her, and controlling her every move. And she's in her 70s. Please, Gladys. <laughs> Some tough love there from Gladys. Thank you, Gladys. I uh, will Wayne. never have so little to do that I can send these kind of messages. To someone you don't know. Uh, and I don't also, think we can message to people I do know. The, the wrong writes, person you I'm intend. Sad, go fund me. Oh. I'm not going to read that one. Uh, Maureen says, Sisn't no, I could friend such an awesomely funny and honest person. You rock, too, uh, and I'm your mom's age. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks, Green. <laughs> Rosalind says, I love you all. That was when I actually, that's, that was back when I was still replying to them and I sent a smiley face. <laughs> and then she said, OMG, you actually answered me back. Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> he is good. Are you there, Todd? It's me, Margaret. Uh, it's not really Todd? Fuck you, God. <laughs> Donna writes, Todd, I am a huge fan. I am a young female and have a career-building opportunity. I need your help with clothes to join the corporate world. Please, please help me. I'll listen, and and I am a MD sponge and happy to love ATL. Uh, Then she leaves her name and email. I reply and say, sorry, this is just a fan page. I'm not really Crisley. Donna says, ugh, is is he reachable? I say... You could try his Twitter. And she says, thank you very much, and I send back a thumbs up. Jesus. You're a good uh, man, Kelly. You're a good man. Sometimes you just got to send a thumbs up just to yeah. just to, just to end the conversation. Uh, let me Signing see. off. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a really good one. That's fuck. What? Where is this one? The bigger you make the thumb, the more you want the conversation to end. Ooh, I like that. Good point. I like yeah. that. Uh, Courtney writes. Hi, Todd. I am from Anderson, South Carolina, and you are such an inspiration to me. I have five- and six-year-old boys who recently lost their daddy. We were together for ten years, and we both battled drug addiction. He, unfortunately, had a heart problem and was shooting up. Oh, boy. It absolutely broke our hearts when fuck? he got a blood infection that killed him. I have been on uh, Suboxone, which is a life-saving drug that weans you off of opiates. I am struggling with my addiction and want help so bad. I just want to be the best mother I can be for my boys. I don't know where to turn. I know from watching your show that you went that you went have dealt with someone similar with Kyle. Any advice or help so I can find my way would be greatly appreciated. Jesus Thank you Christ. for giving me hope. I hope I hear from you soon. Todd Crisley memes replies. I'm so sorry to hear about what you were going through. I am not actually Todd Crisley, yeah. just a fan of his show and memes. I hope you stay strong. Best of luck with everything. Fucking nuts, dude. Uh, let's see. So, what do you, Some... what, do you guys have any thoughts on uh, the Snagglepuss comic? Oh, here's the lady that gave me her full address. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, Lucy writes and says, Hello, Mr. Crisley. I'm a mom that two of my kids, my 18 Patrice, pass on 2309, and then two child pass away on 111410. I had a bad times in my life. I got so money, 150, and the bank took it because I butt my money in and and vest. So now I have no money. I can't pay my grandkids' school clothes. I try my best. I'm working in family dollar. And they only paying nine ten hours. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? I don't even have clothes for me. Trying. I feel like I'm drowning. Please help me. My name is name and address. <laughs> I'm actually down for these Nagapus comic books. Yeah, no, that sounds cool. <laughs> well, I mean, it, you guys seem to be digging Flintstones. And it's by the same writers, same creative team, you said, Lee? Uh, same writer, yes. The same writer as uh, uh, the Flintstones book. And what they're doing with that Flintstones book is so good that I, I am very interested to see what he can do with a different kind of backdrop to work with. You know? And yeah, why not, if you're going to make a Snagglepuss comic book, why not have him eating dick in broad, on Broadway in the 1950s? Fuck yeah, it! But throw it out the window. Tell you one about it. It's gotta make oh, it all quiet well, and things. <laughs> I got a good one. Uh, Cyclosialen writes in. God damn it! <laughs> Hi there today. It Aldry from OKM Florida. How you doing? I can't wait to be rich. Holla back ASAP. Thank you. <laughs> digging, digging for gold, eh? And then I sent a thumbs up. And he replies, hi, how all y'all? I know, I know, I and I love your show. Oh, Thank boy. you, Cycloian. Boy, oh boy. What do we got next, man? Pub- public <laughs> schools, man, public schools. Um, 
Apparently, it's gonna get so much better in the next four years. Th- so this <laughs> this new Shyamalan movie, Split, with James McAvoy, is getting good reviews to the point where they're not hiding the fact that it's directed by M Night Shyamalan in the, in the marketing. <laughs> and did you guys hear the twist in this one? No, 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 no. And and in fact, in this article, there are spoilers for uh, Split, but oh. and that's kind of where he talks about his next movie. But I didn't want to yeah. read them just in case. Yeah, my brother told me it was a. Uh, there's like a post credit scene that's got him all super excited. So yeah, huh. from from what I was told, it's it's split. It's uh, twists on twists on twists. There's I like, like three of them. So yeah, he I says like- he says that his next project is an Unbreakable sequel, which Unbreakable is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, like it is not. Usually, the type of movie that I would respond to because it's very quiet and slow and depressing. But man, I, it just it hooked me, and and still does to this day. A sequel, however, yeah, it's about ten years too late. But I think even if they wanted to do a sequel in two thousand one, I think that. You 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 lose the uniqueness of it. Like it the tw- the twist at the end of Unbreakable is that they're a superhero and a supervillain. Sure, it would be cool to see Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson, you know, fighting, but that's not what the movie was about. Right. It's about I, getting to that point. I will never forget first time watching that movie i was watching with my mom and stepdad we used to always kind of pile up and watch a movie on friday night they'd be up in the bed my brother and i'd be down on the floor in front kind of just you know watching the movie doing the thing we do i would have must have been 2000 i would have been 15 you know kind of hanging out watching the movie and everyone's enjoying the movie right it's fine nothing wrong it's an enjoyable flick there is a moment and Unbreakable, where they're in the comic book store, and it's after uh, Mr. Glass is fucked up and broken. He fell on the stairs and broke his leg. Right, legs, and he's, whatever the fuck. he's in the wheelchair. In the wheelchair. And he's being kind There's of an asshole. He's, you know, talking to Bruce Willis's character, and he's, you know, wheeling along, and, you know, he kind of gets to the top of this little ramp and just kind of lets it go and, and slides down the little ramp, you know. For like a second, he just zip, gets to the bottom of the ramp. And my stepfather, Paul, laughs like I have never <laughs> heard him laugh before or since in the 25 fucking years I've known him. He was so amazingly tickled at the side of this man just rolling down a wheelchair what? ramp fucking eight feet that he could not help it. It was so... He's not He's not like a big boisterous laugh you got i've never heard him laugh like that like <laughs> fucking ever the three of us my my brother and my mom and i just like, like what the fuck is so to, funny we had to stop the movie we had to stop the movie so he could fucking finish right it was so fucking crazy it's ungoddamn believable so unbreakable will always have a special place in my heart for that if nothing else you you make an unbreakable sequel i will fucking see it but of course i don't think i don't think it needs a sequel now, because like especially now, it's like, 
What's happened in those 16 years that you decide to become a supervillain, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, and didn't they end it with him in jail? In prison? Wasn't that the little epilogue? Honestly, man, it's been so long, I don't even remember. I've watched it recently, within the past year or two. Yeah, I think the epilogue was that he was charged with, like, uh, nine counts of terrorism or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, because he fucking was, you know, flipping over trains and shit, yeah. yeah. Just waiting for Unbreakable. Waiting for security. So then maybe the sequel would be Bruce Willis trying to find others like him. Ah, uh, it could be. Or he's or, really bad at it because it took 16 years. <laughs> he finds his, his X-23. Right? I like it. And then finally... Jim Starlin, comics legend, co-creator of numerous characters, says that he has made more money off of residuals from KG Beast being in Batman v Superman than he has for Thanos, Gamora, and Drax being in Guardians of the Galaxy. And one would assume Avengers for Thanos. Um, There's a lot to unpack in that, I feel like. I'm not surprised that uh, Marvel is kind of fucking over the creators, because that's that's kind of been... That's kind of been well-known. Because uh, uh, wasn't uh, Gary Friedrich... Was, wasn't he suing Marvel, or... Some... No, no, Marvel sued him. Marvel sued yeah. him! So yeah, they've been pretty notorious for not really paying their... Uh, the creators' uh, residuals yeah, from the movies, was like you know, setting up shop at conventions, be like, "Hey, I created Ghost Rider. You know, here, want to buy some Ghost Rider shit?" And Marvel's yeah. like, "You created what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, that, that was a whole fucking weird scenario, weird thing. Now, and- what they don't know, like, is you know, is his more residuals for KGB? Like, you know." 200 bucks. Right. <laughs> you like, know, like yeah. we don't know, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, that could mean a lot of things. And that was barely KGB. Is, but is, the fact that, like, you know, they didn't fucking wheel up with a, like, a wheelbarrow full of cash for Guardians is kind of nonsense. Well, also, Guardians was a, a unknown entity. So they, they, it would have made sense for them not to pull up a wheelbarrow full of cash for that. Yeah, I, well, think, still, I, I think I it's, think Thanos is a more known quantity than KG fucking yeah, B. I think it's more <laughs> short sighted on DC's end for paying any money for KG Beast. Yeah, right. Especially in that hunk of shit. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bendis one time said that he gets like you know he gets he gets a little piece of anything Maria Hill's in. Like, I think even, like, uh, comics and shit, Maria Hill's in, he gets a piece of that. I don't know how the fuck he brokered that deal. Yeah, that's nuts. And, like, you know, you know, Marvel in the 21st century, I don't know how the fuck he pulled that off. Good for him. Yeah, that's crazy town. Well, that was back when Casado was throwing around crazy deals like that. That's true, that's true. Fair point, fair point. Yeah, man. Fucking good for Jim Starlin. Question mark? Uh, the Outhousers article links to two other articles. One was Bane's co-creator on the Dark Knight Rises royalties 
quote unquote, we'll see money from this movie. And then the other article is um, about royalties and such. And one was about Rocket Raccoon creator Bill Mantlo. Uh, He was in in 20 years in institutional care due to a hit and run accident. And, uh, you know, that's when Marvel, you know, gave him some money. But prior to the movie, he was left high and dry. Yeah. You don't become a multi-billion dollar company by just throwing money around. That's for sure. No, that's true. That's true. But, you know. That doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. And also, that had to be like a fucking, you know, evil about it. (laughs) (laughs) Zero in the chat. in the middle, I feel like. Uh, Zero in the chat uh, suggests, regarding an unbreakable sequel, what if it were a spiritual sequel, different characters, similar story, different twists, maybe along the lines of like the Cloverfield movies? I think that would be cool. I'm into sure. it. Yeah, I'll see it. I'll see it. I just had a reservation about that movie being a complete story and ending perfectly. That's For it. Sure. That's all it is. And that's the news. You guys want to co- talk about comic books? Yeah, real quick. Like, get the sure. fuck out of here. Yeah, let's do it. I didn't, uh, I didn't just read a whole lot. We'll do it now. Let's go. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Saga 42 completely wrecked my shit yesterday. Because, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's the the end of the arc, which you always kind of go out uh, go out big. But there's this it, it was just a never ending slew of awful shit those last several pages man like it's fucking awful and the only thing that makes this okay so much of the horrible shit that happens in this comic book in this story is that the implication the fact that Hazel is narrating the thing means that she makes it and like becomes an adult and like lives a life like and loves people you know what i mean like so she gets to have a life but goddamn oh man i didn't even think about that yeah but <clears throat> What happens between here and there is this never-ending fucking heartbreak for this kid. It's terrible. <laughs> but, you know, but she's, you know, she makes it so great. Hooray. But fuck. Nah, I, I love the, they used uh, what would typically be the letters page space. Kasaga normally has a pretty good letters page for like five pages of just fucking blackness, which is really fitting for the way this fucking story ended. It's awful. Just fucking awful. But can't wait for the next one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and and you don't know where the, like what happens next. I mean, how, do we do, do we next see Hazel when she's like fucking 15? Like how how far does it go? I don't know. They tend to jump ahead on these breaks, so anything can happen. Fuck anything can happen. It's great stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, Rick and Morty 22 uh, came out this week. Are you reading the Rick and Morty comic, Kelly? No, I was, but I fell off. I just kind of forgot to grab it one week. It's it's it's, it's fun. It, it's it's fun. Like, it, it definitely fills the need of uh, you know when there's no Rick and Morty on TV. It's nice. Written very much in the vein and then the the voice of the show and stuff. It's great. So and a lot of the issues are one and done, self-contained. Yeah. Uh, Part two of a an over a longer story, but probably still won't go more than like three or four issues tops, I imagine. Because Kyle Starks is writing it now, right? Yeah, yeah. that guy's great. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah. Um, so 
in the last issue, uh, Jerry grabs a portal gun and wants to go visit Doofus Rick because Doofus Rick is his buddy. Like, you know, they kind of have a connection. Uh, but in Doofus Rick's world, that world's Jerry is like a fucking titan of industry, super badass. So he jack he you know knocks their Jerry, that Jerry out, steals the portal gun, and goes and takes over Jerry's life. Like kicks Rick's ass, <laughs> like and fucking you know makes himself <laughs> the man of the house. You know, and Beth doesn't notice right away that it's not him. And so this issue, issue begins with Morty coming in, like we got to fucking do something about this. And <laughs> Rick's like, well, I know what we're gonna do. Remember that neutrino bomb I made? We're going to blow it up. Start it all over, Morty. Because a world where Jerry can beat up a Rick, no world worth having. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, he had to put <laughs> he had to put Summer in like a pocket dimension in this necklace around Morty's neck because Jerry kept trying to fuck her. Like, it's awful. It's so <laughs> fucked up. And that's when they and, uh, they finally they, uh, he calls in this council of Rick and they take that Jerry to the Citadel. And everyone's giving him shit like, oh, this is fucking... This is Doofus Rick. Like, what the hell? Like, you know, fuck. You're really you're worried about Doofus Rick, and that's when they discover that it's not Doofus World. It's opposite world. <laughs> so, this Rick uses uh, science on the Citadel to make his uh, pheromones toxic to Rick's. This fucking evil Super Jerry, which is pretty hilarious. It's good stuff, and uh, fun backup too. Good stuff. That, that that that's a fun time in the comic book store. It's good. Uh, let's see what else? What else? What else? Um. Uh, this little uh, two-issue Daredevil story was pretty cool, uh, and it's you know Matt puts because of the events that led to his new psychic getting fucking blinded up in the hospital. Matt basically puts out a hit on himself, hoping to draw a bullseye out so bullseye will kill him. But in the last minute, decides I don't want bullseye to kill me, and he kicks bullseye's ass. So, but but a lot of good. A lot of good uh, inner turmoil daredeviling, which is pretty good. Like, you know, I kind of missed the fun daredevil, but that was good, sad daredeviling. And <laughs> looks like the uh, next issue, we'll find out what the fuck happened that they got to put the genie back in the bottle. Which I'm honestly, that's one oh, of the reasons. Really? That's one of the reasons I'm still reading the book. I want to know that. So, uh, sorry. So issue 17, kids, you'll find out what the fuck happened. Like, why this is a thing, and. How that goes will drastically change whether or not I keep reading this book. That's why I'm reading it. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for this story, so we'll see what happens. Um, what else? Uh, Archie 16 is really good. Uh, they ended Carnage with issue 16. And what a wild fucking ride that story was. Did you read that all the way through, Kelly? Yes, that was such a weird book. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And it's, it's probably some of the best work of Mike Perkins' career. Yes, for sure. Like, just fucking letting go and doing this crazy horror comics, you know, with Carnage as, like, you know, a fucking vessel of an evil god. Like, so crazy. So crazy. And I saw some people on Twitter were like, oh, man, I can't believe they're canceling Carnage. I'm like, they didn't cancel the goddamn thing. That's just the end of that story. <laughs> like, they're done. Like, it's so fucking neat. Really, really cool. Uh, see, and the last thing, uh, the uh, final issue of the... Uh, Pink Ranger miniseries came out, and that was super fucking fun. When they busted out Titanus and Tor, I'm like, well, look at that shit. That was cool. <laughs> they made themselves this brand new special secret Ultra Zord. Ain't that fun? <laughs> How neat is that? And yeah, opened up, uh, you know, 
really, you know, closed up that story really nice and opened up more stuff for the future. Like, there's no reason they can't keep doing these things. That's pretty cool. I like it a lot. It's fun. I really enjoyed it. What you got, Kelly? Uh, not much. I know I read a bunch of stuff, but none of it was particularly memorable. Uh, yesterday I sat down and read the the fade out hardcover in one sitting. And I had read it when it was coming out in... Oh, but it's way better in one sitting. Oh, it, it's it's good. But holy fuck is it bleak. And that kind of fucked up my whole day. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> it, it, it's very bleak, but it's also... The story was is very complex. So I found yes. myself sometimes getting lost in the month delay. And I read a lot of comics, so I can handle a month delay. But the fade out was tough to follow month to month. Yeah, it... It definitely helped to read it all at once. But I can definitely see we're doing that would fuck up a day for sure. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, man, no one wins. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's not good. Are you, uh, <laughs> are you reading Killer Be Killed? Yes. Yes, I'm loving it so far. I got caught up on that uh, today. I read four and five of that, and that's fucking good, son. Also bleak as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I... It's not going to end well for him either. No, God, no. No, nothing good's going to happen to that guy. <laughs> no. Nope. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no. And uh, right now, as we speak, I'm playing Dragon Quest. Got 20-some-odd hours in. I, uh, I, I I got a boat now. So that's hey, cool. All right. Riding boat around the ocean. And I've looked at the map, and, you know, 20 hours in, and I've explored maybe half of the map. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's a full world map, pretty much. I have explored the first two continents. That's nuts. Yeah, there is so much to this game. That's an intimidating amount of game. Yeah. Right no, on. the more the more time that I play video games, like, ever since getting back into them, like, two or so years ago, I've come to really appreciate the lengthy JRPG. Yeah, I tend to not buy a game unless I think I'm going to spend a, at least 20 plus hours on it. Because, fuck, man, 60 bucks is a lot of money. <laughs> I, I like to hit the nice dollar to hour ratio where you're paying at just just around $1 per hour. Ooh, I don't know, man. For like a console game, that's 60 bucks. That's 60 hours on a PlayStation See, game. That's a and lot. that's why I don't play console games. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, That's I why I only do handheld because I can do other shit while I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. I managed to. I, I beat Final Fantasy 15 in about 40, which not bad. That's pretty yeah. good. And that's about all I can put into a game at this point. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> let's be real here. And that was only because it was over a holiday break. I was able to do that. <laughs> Fucking a. Uh, anything else? No, no. That's about it. We got nine. Did you experience anything uh, besides your creepy striptease video you want to talk about? Uh oh, that striptease video! Wow, amazing! <laughs> uh, How was the light? Was it good? Good light? Oh yeah, it was really good. It was it was really well made. Uh, yes, we do. A plus. Hot Springs Hotel, but it'll do. Hot Springs Hotel, man! Like Hot Springs Hotel, Beverly Hills Bordello made me become a man. It made me want to go oh, to bed shit, early. God about that one. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know you could always go for some real sex too. Like it was more educational, but oh, that one I know. That one I know. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, what? Uh, see, real sex I, was always was was tricky business, man. Like sometimes there was just dongs, just dongs. <laughs> or like people you never want to see naked. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
But still, I, like I know that one and Taxi Cab Confessions. If you hang out yeah. and watch real sex long enough, even if there's nothing to spank to on real sex, whatever's after real sex will will do the job. Like, Fair point. <laughs> I was never big on like Red Shoe Diaries, but like Hot Springs Hotel, Beverly Hills Bordello, uh, Cat House was good. Cat House was fun. That that's that's newer, obviously. You know, what what whatever gets you off, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see the DVD collection for Hot Springs Hotel, the complete series on Amazon. Uh, Four hundred and fifty bucks. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Somewhat rare. I'm taking it. I was I was almost typing Amazon into my address bar. So was I. I, saw, I just typed in because uh, I haven't found anything really on the show yet, and I I typed in Hot Springs Hotel Cinemax and Google and scrolled down. I saw the Amazon link. I'm like, oh shit, that'd be. I would buy the fuck out of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. So this... All right. Not to take it back again or anything, but... Uh, this, uh, like, the fourth or fifth link down takes me to a series of videos on a site called softcoretube.org. Oh, no. <laughs> A tube site for softcore porn. I like that it's .org. Every banner ad has full-on penetration in it. Nice. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious. Well, yeah, that, that, that's the fucking show. So was shit. it, was it Cinemax or was it Showtime? I just wondering it was Cinemax. That's why I'm having a hard time finding stuff. Maybe well, you always, you always assume that it's Cinemax because, you know, Skinemax. Yeah. Oh shit! No, it, you're right. It was, it was Showtime. Uh, it was uh, showtime. You're right. Ah, there we go. See now, okay, now you can see the intro on YouTube. Ah, there it is. Oh for the save, boy! Nah, for the save. Oh boy! Man, I'm 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 getting a, a weird teenage boner right now. You <laughs> <laughs> have to save this for later. <laughs> <laughs> Drop this in the chat for you guys at home. There you go. The main character, who is like the manager or whatever, had a very dirty librarian thing going on. That worked really well. Oh, for sure. Really good. Look at these brightly colored bikinis and stuff. Oh my god, these horrible giant 90s fake tits. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They Take were bad guys. Take they were back. giant 90s fake tits. Giant '90s fake tits. This awesome stock uh, system font for the title cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! See, this is why I'll never stop doing the podcast because sometimes you learn something new every rediscover day. Some- brings hotel. Yeah, sometimes like fuck the comic industry, fuck comic books, and all that. Like we talked about. Potty training and Hot Springs Hotel this week, like, yeah, and and yeah, a right. a crazy fucking Uber driver, and the amazing legacy of Bernie Wright. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't forget the Todd Crisley memes mail. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Can't <laughs> forget that. Fucking, this is a free show, people. 
We need to make that Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking free program. Jesus Christ. Amazing. Uh, yeah, we're going to call it. There's yep. no uh, higher note to end on, I don't think. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, Jesus. All right. So let's, uh, let's call it a night here. We'll be back next week, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, you, email us podcast at panelsonpages.com or leave the voicemail 616-951-1-POP. You guys got big plans for the Super Bowl? <laughs> no plans to watch. It. I was kidding. No. I think uh, I might uh, be uh, all alone this weekend. I think Nicole might be going out of town. Her sister is in labor. Oh, shit. And oh. if the baby comes out in the next couple of days, she'll have to go up there over the weekend and spend see, a few days with them. See a baby. Cool. Yeah, but oh, it's, it's apparently very slow going right now. So, oh, oh, it's bad times. <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, hopefully your team wins the Super Bowl that, that this weekend. Right? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who's in it. I have no idea. No clue. I do believe it is uh, the Cleveland Indians versus the um, Orlando Rage. (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're right. We're good. Yeah. We're good. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Love you, kids. Good night. Bye. Welcome to the Cosmos!
wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.